0: Cause he thinks it's the end of the world We can be like he is Come on, jokers Don't fear the schmitty Baby, sell your stuff Don't fear the schmitty Hey, let's dig a hole Don't fear the schmitty Maybe he's the man La, la, la La, 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 la
1: Hey, what's happening? Mike Schmidt, 40-year-old boy podcast. I will warn you now, folks. I will warn you right now, right at the top of this goddamn show, there will be noise. (sighs) Background noise fluttering in the background because uh, there's a fan out of my house right now, folks, because it is. uh, Right now, I'm going to tell you, I don't know. I can't say exactly for sure sitting at a desk with the windows closed, but I'm going to hold on. let Let me lick my finger, put it in the air, feel the cold wind blowing. It's probably about 87 degrees right now in Los Angeles. On its way, to a high of 97 degrees here where I live, and that's uh, that's fucking hot. I'm not gonna lie to you folks, and it's and it's it snuck up on me like I didn't see it coming. I knew it two days ago, but then you're, it's that thing where you're like, well, maybe it won't happen. No, it, ha- it happened. The sun got closer. Everybody's hot and warm, and uh, and so in my on my bed, I've got flannel sheets right now because it was a, a couple of like a week ago, it was 60. So I threw some flannel sheets on so I could be roasty toasty in the middle of the fucking night. You know, I throw it because that's why I got I got a flannel sheet. Uh, that I'm laying on and I got a flannel top sheet and then I got like a furry blanket and then I got a down comforter on top of that and I just roll up in a burrito and it's fucking glorious. I love sleeping all, all, uh, you know, wombat it up. Wombat it. Is that what wombats do? Kangaroo, I guess in a pouch. I don't know. You know, why? I was going to say roasty again because roasty toasties in my head. Because I'm like, what the fuck have I ever said roasty toasty in my life? And then I was going to say roasty toasty uh, in, like twice in 90 seconds. Now I've said it three times, maybe. I don't know. I can't do the math, um, but but the flannel sheets are on my bed. So last night it was it got hot last night. Uh, let me wait, let me check that it got hot Wednesday night um, because I'm recording this Friday morning and I have not been to bed yet. So uh, I just you know why? Because, again, to quote our good friend James, James Hetfield, nothing else matters. Nothing matters anymore. Do what you want. Stay up. And but I, but my body keeps giving out too because I'll stay up. I'm like, all right, man, I ain't got to go to sleep. Right, that's fine. I just and it's not like I'm gonna accomplish anything in the middle of fucking night. Try to answer some texts. I answer some emails. I answer some Facebook messages. Things like that. But I mean, I'm not. I'm you know. I, there's so many other things I have to do, and I will. I promise, I will. But yet, in the middle of the night, it's that thing where you're just like, oh, sigh. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then you're like, you should go to bed and I'm, I've done this. I actually hit a wall at like 2:33. not tired, but literally with that thing where I've got, I don't, all the, sh- all the superfluous shit that I do is done. I, I can't, there's no more website stuff I can read. I can't read any more because here's the dumb thing that I'm doing. And it's just so fucking stupid. I, you know, here's, you know what I'm still reading, brace yourselves and you're going to fucking guess it probably. I'm still reading hockey news. I'm still reading the NBA. I go there's because I have a you know a bunch of websites that I go to and I read. So I'm reading all this stuff about hockey. The other night I did this. Swear to God, a guy wrote a column about what is the best hockey play hockey lineup you can put together for individual birthdays. So like April sixth, the three wingers, two defensemen, and a goalie who were all born April sixth. And he he went through. He didn't do it for every single day out of the year because you can't. But he did probably like twenty dates. And then he had some honorable mention dates and stuff. So I, because I'm a fucking dope, I saw that and I'm like, ha ha, challenge accepted. So what I did was I then started to th- I started to think of guys that weren't mentioned on his lists, like players that I can then back engineer by finding their birthday. And then you can go to hockeyreference.com and you can pull up by birthday who was born on that day. So uh, so I immediately thought of Mike Bossy of the Islanders. I went to look for him. And I, there's a great team that can be fielded on Mike Bossy's birthday. But a guy beat me to it in the comments. So I was like, God damn it. Uh, but then I thought of Bernie Federko of the St. Louis Blues. And I'm like, well, I can go. And I, I re-engineered him. And I I wound up with a great team there. I thought of Tony Esposito of the Blackhawks. I re-engineered that. Uh, and then and all I'm doing is posting them in the comments section. I posted like three, I think three or four. but I But I spent... Two and a half hours researching other lineups because that's the thing. I only came up with three or four, but then I'm researching other lineups and going, Oh, this day doesn't work. And I'd think of players and go, and I'd written because I mean, I thought of look, I thought of Clark Gillies immediately because he's my favorite player of all time. But there's no goalie's born on fucking Clark's birthday. I don't think I, I think actually his lineup was barren, there was like nobody good there. Um, but my mind always goes to the 80s Islanders. So I look for bossy, I look for Gillies, I look for nice, I look for Tracey, I, Tra- I look for Tonelli. Uh, basically, it's so I spent three hours doing that, two and a half, three hours. And then you look up and it's like 530 and you're like, I, you know, I didn't need to do that at all. There was so much other stuff I could do. And I know this hits hard. It lands hard for all of you who have an email that you're get, waiting to have answered uh, or a text that hasn't been returned. I understand these things. I know. And because I, I, I tell you these stories, they're like, oh, well, this is what's happening to me. And I because I, also my body is just giving out. This happened to me. So like I said, on Tuesday or Wednesday night going into Thursday morning, um, like I slept I fell asleep Tuesday night for three hours on the couch, and then I woke. When was it Wednesday night? It was Wednesday night. I fell asleep for three hours, and then I woke up at like three forty-five in the morning. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to bed because I had to do something in the morning. I'll tell you all about that later. But I had to get up and do something on, on Thursday morning. I had a real reason to be out of the goddamn house. Can you believe it? It's true. So uh, so then I stayed up. And I was like, all right, everything's fine. I went and ran. I did my thing and whatever the fuck. And I'll tell you again about that later. But then I got home and then it's like one o'clock in the afternoon, one thirty. And then you start to hit the fucking molasses. You know, then you're in the fucking soup. And you're like, I should probably sleep. I can't sleep now. It's one thirty in the afternoon. And also it's hot outside. And I'm sitting on the couch and you don't want to go to bed. Nobody wants to go to bed at one thirty in the afternoon. I mean, I, you do. Because you hate the world and you're sad. I, I know those things. That that lives inside me too. But I'm also trying to be the guy who's like, don't fucking give your life over to being that guy who's completely out of control. So I sat on the couch. Now I did that little thing that kid a thing a little kid'll do where he's all stubborn. and He's like rubbing his eyes, like, I don't wanna go to sleep. And I'm trying to stay awake and I'm reading my phone and then finally I did that thing where you put your. I just put my phone on my chest. I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm going to close my eyes just for a second here. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to rest my eyes, like a child would. And uh, I rested my eyes, and sure enough, I woke up then at like 7:45 p.m. So I slept five hours on the couch, right? And uh, and and then I'm fried, you know. So this is well, this is yeah, this is Wednesday. This is Wednesday. So I sleep five hours on the couch. Then I was gonna stream, and then I didn't stream because it was too late. Because I'm, you know, the people who join me are on the East Coast, and it's ten thirty p.m. by them. But also, what I need to recognize is they're all living without rules too. I mean, it's it's just fucking Lord of the Flies right now, as I've mentioned, baby. Piggy's got the conch, and we're fucking making it happen. But in my head, I'm like, ah, you know, I don't want to fucking bore people. I guess I'm a fucking idiot. Nobody wants to be. Nobody's bored. Shut up. But in my brain, but also it's also a way, a convenient way to go. Well, I don't have to do that then because people will be bored. like, no, I know. I know nobody wants to watch me, so I don't have to do it. Dumb. Uh, But then, of course, because I sleep until 7.45 p.m., I'm not tired. So yesterday, Thursday, I climb into bed at like fucking 7.30 or 8.00 and i've been doing this thing where you sleep 3 hours you stay up for 5 you sleep 3 and then you stay up for 4 i mean it's just it's just there's no fuck again there's no it's katie bar the fucking door man so i wind up I actually go to bed. I go to bed and it's super hot and there's a flannel sheet. So I have no covers on. I'm just, it's just, uh, there you go. Brace yourself. It's just me naked in the breeze laying there with no covers, just getting some sleep. I'm excited. Go to bed at seven 30. Finally disengage my phone from my fucking face and put it on the table next to me with the alarm set for one 30. Like, you know what? I can get six hours of sleep. If I get six hours, get up at one 30. You're kind of Making yourself have a day at that point. One thirty's still late. Don't don't kid yourselves. But I've been getting up at four, so one thirty. I was like, that's good. So my alarm goes off at one thirty, and uh, the the because I I keep changing the song all the time. Um. So I I I was using Skid Row Monkey Business for a while, which was which was getting me out of bed. Uh, I tell you, I told you, I was using On Call by our good friends the uh, the who the hell are the guys for On Call? Who is it? Fucking uh, Kings of Leon. There you go. So this time I changed it to Holiday in Cambodia by the Dead Kennedys. I'm like, all right, this will get me up. Because I was also using I Can Hear the Grass Grow by Jellyfish. And, you know, sometimes I'll pick an easy song. I, I had Thieves in the Temple. I was getting up to that for a while. Because that's an easy one. You just kind of lay there like, ah, all right, love comes quick. Love comes in a hurry. There are thieves in the temple tonight. But I'm going to get another fucking 15 minutes of sleep. Well, with the fucking Dead Kennedys, that's that, like that little fucking guitar riff to open up Holiday in Cambodia. I'm like... All right, I, I would normally let the song play. I'd just sit there and listen to it, and then I'd sit up when the song's finished. I'm like, all right, I, I kind of snoozed a little through this three-and-a-half-minute extravaganza, but now it's time to get up. Dude, the second that guitar hit, boom. I just, I just pressed the fucking snooze on the phone. And then I don't even remember doing it. I guess I was kind of absent-mindedly doing it or whatever. I which by the way, I don't know how the fuck you do that half asleep in an iPhone. How do I hit that orange button? I must be the king of snoozing. I'm you know what I'm the snooze king. I said, I'll call you and I'll tell you right now. You got a mattress king, you got the food king, I'm the goddamn food king, food king, food king, food king. Well I'm the snooze king. Snooze king, snooze king, snooze king. Snooze king. <laughs> I can't do it right. Snooze king, snooze king, snooze king, snooze king. Because I'm hitting the orange button and fucking sleeping. I'm just I'm just zoning the fuck out. And I just keep hitting it, and it's, I'm dreaming too. And then I would hear like where they slide because they do a, like a slide up as they're pulling off. It's fucking this ominous guitar noise, and then I just boom. I kept hitting the phone. Boom. I kept hitting the phone, and uh, finally, I just I, I woke up and I was like, I actually woke up, and I'm like, all right, cool. And I reach over and I grab the phone. Hey, guess what? Four ten p.m. I hit the snooze. For, for two hours and forty minutes and that's at 15 minute intervals or whatever the fuck. So you gotta figure hit the snooze what? 10, 12 times? 10 times? That's insanity. Uh and and so then so then that's yesterday I get up at four o'clock in the afternoon. So now that's why we're here Friday and I'm talking to you guys at eight o'clock in the fucking morning because I didn't sleep and then all night I streamed last night. I wasn't I was and I, I in my brain I was being good. I'm like you know what? I'm gonna do a 90 minute stream so then I can do the podcast right after. Uh, you go ahead and just, and, and then I wound up doing a fucking three hour stream instead. And then I was talked out after that for some reason. And then I'm like, all right, well, I'll get to it. And then I sat down and I read and, uh, and then the next thing you know, it's three in the morning and then it's four and then it, then it's four in the morning. And then I do again, you again, this is the adventure that you hear about every fucking week. And then I'm like, oh man, I gotta get to work. <laughs> no shit. No kidding. You do what the fuck man. There's people out there they're counting on you. And that's a lie. Nobody's counting. Who's counting on a podcast? Who's counting on me? Oh, that's, a, that's also bullshit. Fuck that. I can't I can't pretend. Uh, people have written me and they said it's very important that I'm still doing shows. And that makes me very happy. Because yeah, otherwise, I'd just be like, well, fuck this. I mean, I'll go ahead and plug in a rerun in Spanish for fuck's sake if I thought nobody was listening. But... Uh, Truth be told, people are on board, and that makes me happy. They'll text me, they'll write me notes, and they'll reach out, and that, and, and I'm very happy about that. Hey, and they'll, uh, they'll find me, because also I, I will say this, I've been writing more stuff like, uh, more jokes, just stuff on Facebook or on Twitter because I'm bored, and it's that thing that I make my, you know, I have to, I mean, I just never think to do it because, as I've said before, it's just a cacophony out there. It's it's just fucking people screaming back and forth. Like this morning, I literally, I've just, I and look, all right, and I'm, I'm Great. It's going to be this it, it, until until there's a pill or a shot or a fucking a lottery where we choose how to stone the victims. I don't fucking know what we're going to do. But until the world gets back to some semblance of normal, this show's going to be uh, you're, you got to talk about the germ. I mean, I got to talk about the germ. It's got to be brought up. I got to talk about the hiv, man. Everybody's got it. They're going down or they're not going down or they're hiding in their house. or They're not hiding in their house. Uh, down south, they've decided that Georgia and Florida will be a controlled experiment and we'll see if we can let these rednecks out into the fucking ether and maybe moonshine is what fights off the disease I don't fucking know let the you know maybe there's you know because everybody now you'll hear because I don't even fucking know anymore before it was like hey man pets can't get it don't worry your cats can't get it and uh, oh and you got to have this you got to be you know your lungs or whatever and now they're just like hey that guy died they got to cut his leg off why they cut his leg off Ah, he just because there was a blood clot why was there a blood clot well that happens with this sometimes Holy fuck. So maybe this is like some some uh, control group to see if like the number of teeth you have affect your your how <laughs> susceptible you are to the virus. Yes, that was low-hanging fruit. I apologize, Florida and Georgia. You're my friends. I love you guys. Come on. I love bulldogs. I love gators. I love Seminoles. I love uh, yellow jackets. I love all you cats. I love Braves and Hawks and Falcons. And I used to love the Thrashers. And I love uh, Rays and Marlins and Dolphins and Buccaneers and Jaguars and Magic and Heat and... (laughs) Are there more teams? Uh, The Panthers. I love Panthers. I love all you guys. I love everybody down there in Florida. Um, actually, I only love the sports teams. I don't care for the fan bases. I don't care for the people. But anybody on those sports teams, if, you're, if your name is uh, like Vladimir Trochak or whatever the fuck that guy is for the Panthers, you're I'm on board with you, sir. If you're Sergei Bobrovsky, I'm, I'm your best fan because I love uh, pro athletes in the South. That's a lie. All of this is a lie. I love the SEC. No, I don't. I don't like any of that. I don't like college sports. I mean, I watch them, but it's not like I'm like a guy who's like, yeah, woohoo. NFL draft was last night. And I'm just like. It's so weird to have liberated myself from that kind of bullshit, because like I said, even though, but I've liberated, I just told you, I read hockey articles for fuck's sake, uh, because I need to know what if the St. Louis Blues drafted Jonathan Taves before the Blackhawks did. <laughs> I'm like, I read this article, and I need to pick out who would play on what winger's side with a birthday, and you're like, oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're all looking for things to do. I mean, we're all looking for ways to fill our time, and and. It's I will say this too. There's that thing where, uh, you know, I let the soft animal of your body love what it loves. And hey, don't beat yourself up, man. You know, this is really pressure-filled time. There's a lot of stuff going on. So so if you don't if you're not productive, if you just feel like sitting around with your hand down, your pants out, Bundy fucking style, bragging about your high school football days and eyeing up your daughter like you want to fucking rail the shit out of her because she not wearing a goddamn bra, go for it, man. It's okay. It's a hard time for everybody. And I'm in and, and that's fine. I hear that. But at the same fucking time, I'm just like, uh, no, don't fucking. I, I have spent my entire life giving myself permission to fail. I don't need the world at large to do the same now where they're just like, ah, oh, you know, you can't beat yourself up, buddy. You know, maybe you think you're not getting stuff done. But at the same time, maybe now's not the time to get stuff done. Oh, really? I'm 52 and we're gripped in a death fucking storm. There's literally a death tornado flying all over the world, not just here. In Sweden, they're fucked. How bad is that in Sweden? That means that's fucking... Aren't they the chocolate and clocks? No, that's Switzerland. Switzerland's the cheese chocolate and clocks. What does Sweden make? Hot chicks. Oh, man, fucking bikini team's dead. That's a fucking drag. Because if you look... they And also... But then... Do you care? I don't... I just don't... I mean, I care. Everybody wants the world to get back to normal. We want stuff to go... I want to go to the fucking store and not have to, you know, have an argument with somebody over, uh, well, should you be wearing a mask or not? Because I'll tell you this... By the way, I have a mask. Everybody's been very nice. People have reached out to me and said, hey, do you need a mask? Um, I've been very lucky. Uh, Beach sent me a couple of masks, actually. And then a listener named John, our buddy uh, John Conway, is sending me a mask. And, and, uh, and, but I will say, this made me a little uh, worried because John's like, hey, man, if you need a mask, give me your P.O. box. And I go, well, fuck that. I'm not going to the post office. Send it to my house. So I gave him my home address. And then he sent me a photo and he's like, all right, I'm making a homemade envelope. Uh, because I think it's safer or for whatever reason, he was sending a homemade envelope. And I have to admit in my brain, I'm like, all right, hold on a second. This is, this is crossed over from thoughtful gift to possible manifesto. Like, what, what do you, I don't need a homemade envelope, Johnny. I mean, if you want to send me the mask, that's great. And I'm, I'm not looking, uh, you know, gift protection in the fucking straps. I'm not, I get it. And, but I, and when I see whatever, and cause I'll go to the mail today and hopefully it'll be there, but I, I don't, uh, I don't know. I have to admit, I got a little jumpy when he when because <laughs> Beach sent me the her, her the masks. You know what I mean? And she's like, "Oh, I sent one. I you know she mailed me one because a friend of hers sent her one like extra, and then she also ordered me one off of a website or something. And that one's uh, that one's all fashionable. It was all blue and white. Look, folks. Again, as I've mentioned, I can't just be wearing some fucking stroke mask. All right, I gotta I gotta look good. I gotta, I gotta have a pattern. And I will tell you this, if, uh, if beige hadn't sent that mask, I was a day away from buying a Bane mask. But the problem is the Bane mask is it's made in fucking like Estonia. Like, you know, it's funny. This is totally true. I was looking for the Bane masks and then I kept looking and they were on Etsy and there's some that were looking. They look really fucking cool uh but then like i said they're made in they're literally made in the prison that batman was put in but where bane was uh he he learned how to fight in the darkness that's that's the prison labor that's making the bane masks they're down there in the fucking hole and fucking bale's got to climb the fuck out of it and bring me my mask and that's fine i'm willing to wait um but i didn't pull the trigger on the order because again i just you know in the middle of a global pandemic i have to think Uh, giving credit card number and bank information to someone in Lithuania would be bottom of the list of things I need to do at this point. I don't need... What little fucking savings, what little dough I've got scraped together, the, the money that I'm white knuckling the fuck out of so I can survive the next goddamn eight months or five months or month or whatever the fuck happens. I don't think I want to give fucking Yuri and his pals any some sort of free run to go through the fucking vault and run their fingers through whatever fucking dough I got there just because I wanted to look like Bane. <laughs> Do you feel in charge? Uh... So I have masks, which is good, but also at the same fucking time, who the fuck knows, man? I don't know what's going on out there. I don't know what's happening with people and their bullshit and it just cuz cuz it has it has taken I this morning. All right, again, fucking dumb fuck gives a speech yesterday and he's like uh, you know, the same bullshit. He's like, "Hey, you know, the Army Corps of Engineers, we're working very hard and uh, you're all fake news. I'm, Shut the fuck up, you fucking literally. He's just he's just the fucking Tires of a halal cart in a suit. I mean, he's just, he's just every, every gross, dirty thing about fucking New York you could possibly imagine. He's so bad. Anyway, um, but then he, he does a thing where he's like, hey, what if we, because <laughs> again, he's just flailing at shit because, but always, you know what, bullshit. Not now. He's always just flailed at shit. That's the thing that surprises me is I've talked about it before. You can't get fucking mad at him anymore because he's doing the same shit he's always fucking done. And if you, if you are gonna find yourself mad every fucking day at dumb shit that he says, you're never gonna live your fucking life. I, I, I the thing where like was it a week ago or something? He's he's like, I have the ultimate power. I'll tell governors what to do, and, Bubba, and everybody's like, I can't believe he said that. It's unbelievable. The next day he's like, Yeah, the governors will open when they want because he's these. He's me. I I've said this so long, and I I wish it wasn't fucking true. He's me. He just spins shit off the top of his fucking head, and he's going to talk to fill the air until he's done, and then he's going to walk out the fucking door. The only difference is he's got he's got no moral center. I mean, he's, he's just a fucking idiot. And I'll tell you what, if I had a bunch of money, maybe I wouldn't have a fucking moral center. I don't know. If I was raised in that environment with that fucking dad with the weird-shaped Dr. Fibes head and the fucking mom who looked like an extra from Faulty Towers with her hair spun up to fucking Jupiter. Jesus Christ. Look at those two. Didn't tell me that he didn't fucking have, you know, all this shit happened to him in childhood. I mean, how many nannies did he fucking finger blast from behind and then have him fired because they said bad things about him? I mean, he's just a fucking he's done whatever the fuck he wanted his entire fucking life. So it's not any different now when he goes there and he sees fucking reporters in ill-fitting suits and he gets to make fun of their ties and shit because that's who he is. He's just the fucking Jack. He's the he's fucking Zapka from from Karate Kid. Except he doesn't lose the fight. Imagine if Karate Kid fucking macho has got Zapka lined up and Zapka fucks him up in that final fight. Or, or better yet, Zapka pays a bigger guy to beat him up like my bodyguard style and just stands on the sideline and goes, ha ha, fuck you. And then that's the end of the movie. And you're like, oh no. And then uh, Zapka and fucking uh, John Creese, they open up a chain of Cobra Kai's and then they, they go bankrupt. They don't pay anybody. They fuck everybody. But yet they still get billions of dollars. And then Zabka's named President of the United States. <laughs> and you're like, oh no, this fucking sucks. Seriously. Remember Pretty in Pink? Remember Spader's character? The girl was, is, and always will be nada. That's that's fucking Trump. That's He's, he's every bad guy from an 80s fucking teen movie that you saw, for fuck's sake. He's just terrible. Um... But you have to look at him like and just go. He's a fathead. He's just a fucking fathead. You can't get spun up and worried. Yesterday he's like, hey, uh, you know, just not for nothing. But what if we drink bleach? You think that would fix this thing with the goddamn uh, diseases or whatever the fuck? And and they showed again. There's that video of the fucking scarf. She's off on the side and she's just like, "Eh, eh, eh." she got that grin rictus painted on her fucking face and she's staring and just going, why am I here? What's going on? I've I've lived a good life of public service. I've raised good children. I've purchased fantastic accessories. Look at my scarf for fuck's sake. And now I'm going to sit here and listen to this fucking empty pillowcase. Of a fucking man, tell me that I should be I, UV rays. That's another good one. You got to go UV rays. He thinks, so. So here's what he thinks. He thinks all of us should go and try to get into limelight in Chicago in 1991, and then have the bouncer shine that thing to see if we have the stamp on our hand, and that'll cure us. That's 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 where his whole that's where his brain goes. Hey, what about that light the bouncers used to use on your fucking hand when you got a stamp? What do you think, there, scarf? And she's just like, eh, you, you got it, Trump. You said it, sir. <laughs> you know, Because that's another thing is nobody will tell him that he's a fucking clown. And they can't. I get it. Look, I understand Fauci and the scarf can't say a fucking thing to this idiot. They can't just be like, hey, because I want him to. We, we all want them to. All right. We all want him to just go, hey, fuckhead, you're going to get people killed. you Check that. You've already gotten people killed. You're going to get more people killed. Why don't you dial down on the dumb just for a day, one fucking day? Come out and and just and pretend. Do me a favor. You think you're an actor? You've been on fucking shows. You 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 kissed a Giuliani and drag. You you you're willing. You've shaved Vince McMahon's head. All right. You've done this. You've participated in some sort of sketch sometime in your life. How about this? How about you do a sketch where you're the quiet president who doesn't bother anybody for a day? And you go. I think that's a bad. And shh shh sh- sh- no shh shh. Sh- sh- Seriously, just you know, comb your hair and put on your bronzer, and nod solemnly. Just pretend. Here's this: pretend to be poor for a day. I know you don't know what it is. I know you don't know what it means to be poor. Pretend to just not you know, just not talk. How about that? That's for you. That's poor, because you you have no you have no voice. Truly, in your opinion, the poor have no voice and should never be allowed to speak and voice their concerns. So you play a poor today and let me and the scarf run the fucking meeting. And Pence will show up and talk too even though, you know, you told him that and he's just, he's just such a fucking dopey ass. Like I saw that giant baby went around on social media this week and I'm just like, that's, this fucking, again, it's Trump. You might as well be Trump. He's just a fucking, just an id machine, man. Just fucking rampaging back and forth and eating fucking whatever he wants. He's got fucking ketchup smeared on his head and just, he just, he doesn't give a fuck. Literally just that dude in, in. And he's never ever 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 ever, 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 ever gonna get his comeuppance. Don't even think he will. Never. He is gonna skate on all of this. He is gonna die rich, and he's gonna die powerful, and he's gonna die thinking he's special. Because that's the way it is. (laughs) The only thing we can hope for is that somehow his two dopey fucking Tweedledum kids... Run this shit into the ground. The kid, the boys. I mean, I, you know, fuck it, Ivanka. She's fuck that. She, her pussy's made out of gold. She's never gonna do anything fucking wrong. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure they've locked away two trillion dollars in some fucking vault that she only has the combination for, and it's and it's literally like it's something like Daddy sixty nine. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it can probably be guessed, but still. But I, but you gotta hope that fucking the two jugheads, fucking uh, uh, Don Junior and fucking Eric, just 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 like the two fucking prison guards in Monty Python. Are, We're going in with you. We stay here and you go inside. Like they, they just don't get it. They're just fucking stupid. You know who they are? You know who these kids are? You got to see a movie called Trading Places because Eddie Murphy's awesome and it's, it's a fucking brilliant movie. It's funny from the beginning to the end. But Franken and Davis play these dopey fucking baggage handlers on the train and, and they, they they even dumb it up with the, oh, uh, yeah, so the, I think this is the way it was supposed. Like, they talk stupid. And I'm like, that's just, that's Eric and Junior. That's them. that That's who they would be if they weren't in the Lucky Sperm Club. You know what I mean? They'd just be a couple of dumb fuck baggage handlers who, who, you know, you know again, you know who they'd be? They'd be me. They'd be sharing a one-bedroom apartment, playing PlayStation 4, and eating pizza into the fucking wee hours. And you know what? They'd probably be a lot fucking happier. They wouldn't have to be faking like their CrossFit experts or going out and and, and shooting fucking pangolins or whatever the fuck they're hunting these days. I, I you know, Again, I, that's another thing too, is when they're like, everybody's like, oh man, the Chinese ate a pangolin, they fucked up the whole planet. Well, how do you know that fucking Don Jr. and Eric didn't go out and shoot the wrong zebra with a fucking, like a bad stomach or maybe the zebra ate a pangolin and then when they shot it, he bled into the fucking dirt in Africa and then mosquitoes grabbed it and they bit a British hunter and then he went to China and who the fuck knows? You can't you can't explain any of this shit. Nobody knows what's going on, man. Jesus fuck what an embarrassment and also but even worse like you everybody See, so you get spun up. Yeah, and you can't get spun up anymore. Because, again, I guarantee you, like, he said yesterday about bleach. Bleach and then the fucking lights. That's, again, it's my favorite thing. He didn't even say bleach. He said disinfectant. So, you know what? He didn't even fucking mean bleach. He meant, like, fantastic. How great is that? <laughs> because bleach, bleach, at least you'd go, all right, well, that's a cleaning product. He gets it. But, like, this guy thinks I'm going to fucking shoot scrubbing bubbles into my fucking veins with a goddamn syringe. That's not happening. But, again, for him, because, again, he always says, what do you got to lose? You know what that really means? Hey, you poor fucks, do something. Leave me the fuck alone. I couldn't care less. So that's what he means when he says, what do you got to lose? Hey, why don't you drink this shit from the fish tank? Nah, what the fuck do you got to lose? Really? I, I seriously. Hey, you, why do you took some Windex and uh, not for nothing, but you, uh, you shot it with a needle into your eyeball. You think that'd be a good plan? I think so. What, what the fuck do you got to lose? You're dying anyway from some invisible bullshit fucking germ. You can't even go get coffee anymore. I tell you this. At least, with my plan, you got a fighting chance. You shoot some scrubbing bubbles into your ass, and then, like, steroids, and then you go out and try to get some fucking coffee. You can actually leave your house at that point. Wouldn't that be great? Oh, I'm the best, aren't I? Hey, what if you took some Ajax, that green powder stuff? Uh, I really don't know the name of it. I saw my maid had it one time, and then you mixed it up into a paste, and then you just uh, brushed your teeth with it for a week. What would you do then? That's not bad, right? What's that stuff called, Drano? I mean, that sounds like it'll clean you the fuck out. And just fuck, you just just guzzle that and see what happens, man. Because uh, I'll tell you what, it might you know, it might get caught in your throat and it'll fuck it up. But if it gets down into your lungs, there you go. And then it gets working on that virus, lickety fucking split. Lands a couple of shots and hey, how you doing? I tell you what, if if scrubbing bubbles doesn't work, call me. We'll flash a bright light in your eyes. <laughs> We think, got, we think that'll work, too. If somehow, hear me out. If somehow, the scrubbing bubbles that you shot into your veins doesn't clean out the virus, visit us... And I tell you this now, we will shine a bright light right in your face and watch that germ go flying. We'll interrogate you like you're in the fucking Untouchables in 1956. We'll just fucking shine a lamp in your face and we'll have some Carl Malden motherfucker from intelligence come and start asking you mean questions and scare the virus right out of your fucking skin. What do you say, huh? Huh? That's only, But again, that's only if the scrubbing bubbles doesn't work, because I don't want to fucking hear from you if the scrubbing bubbles works unless uh, except for you to say, thank you, Mr. Trump. Thank you, Mr. President. That's how you ought to fucking do it. You shoot the scrubbing bubbles in and it works. You just send me a thank you. But if it doesn't again, come on over. We shine a bright light right in your fucking eyes. Boom. Disease is gone. Thank me later, motherfuckers. Out. (laughs) Drops the microphone and bails. Fauci scrambles to the microphone to go, please, 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 everybody. I'm begging you. Don't shoot scrubbing bubbles into your eyes. Please don't do it. I just, I can't. I've been doing this job 60 years. And uh, and, I, and you know what? Don't shoot scrubbing bubbles into your eyes. That's first day shit. That's, I got to be honest with you. That's first day shit. I've been a doctor for 60 years. The shit they teach you on the first day, it literally is in the textbooks. If you go, honestly, it's in the Hippocratic Oath. Thou shall not do harm. Thou shall try to help everybody. Thou shall not steal. And thou shall not fucking encourage anybody to shoot scrubbing bubbles into their goddamn eyes. That's millionaire shit. That's fucking, that's rich people shit to poor people because they think poor people are just fucking tough. You know what I mean? And not even tough, but also not even tough. They just think that they're expendable and he thinks that he thinks you're expendable so he doesn't give a fuck and that's why he says shit like hey what do you got to lose you're, you know what you're already not me so what the fuck couldn't hurt to go ahead and shoot some bullshit into your eyes and see if it works what the eh, eh, hey do you got to lose eh? he's like this weird combination of fucking Nathan Therm." You ever see that Martin Short's lawyer character? It's so weird you would say that. Why would you say that with the fucking cigarette ash, and uh, and also Erwin Mainway? That's who he is. He's, that's who fucking Trump is. He's a combination of Nathan Thurm and Erwin Mainway. He's all defensive and like I, I don't know why you would say that. I don't understand it. Maybe you spend more time doing journalism investigations and less time in court. That's that's fucking Nathan Thurm. Erwin Mainway was Dan Aykroyd's character who kept who had like Halloween costumes called Johnny Bag of Ra- Johnny a bag of oily rags. And like and, uh, and and Johnny Johnny Blackout, I think, when the, you had to fucking wear a black suit and go trick or treating, and Jane Curtin would interview him, and she'd be like, I don't, what do you uh, like? I, my favorite was when he was running. I, again, I've talked about this on the show because it was so it stayed with me since I was a kid. He ran a school lunch program, and uh, <laughs> and and one of the things on the menu was ravioli stuffed with chalk. And just the word chalk makes your mouth dry the fuck out. And she even confronted him. She goes, "Ravioli stuffed with chalk." And he's just, and he's like, "Hey, ah, you know, kids love it. You, know, you get to, you get, you get to have lunch, and then if we got some leftover chalk, you go ahead and ran in the board there. Ah, kids, uh, you know, I love that kind of stuff." And when he was doing the toys, a uh, bag of glass was like, "What are the toys?" It was a like bag of shattered glass, but he still would explain to you why it was a good idea. Hey, you know, it's uh, kids like it. Uh, you know, and, uh. and then there was one that was just a plastic bag the kids could put on their head and just pretend like they were just suffocating. It's just, and and he would always. Explain it as if it was a good thing. That's who fucking Trump is. Hey, you know what do you got? Hey, couldn't uh, hurt if you just wanted to shoot some scrubbing bubbles in your fucking ass. What do you say? What do you got to lose? Man, eh, that's what I said. Hey, get some uh, ravioli stuff with chalk. You go ahead and choke that down, and uh, <laughs> maybe hey, uh, what's that? Uh, uh, Febreze. Yeah, maybe that'll work. Why just spray some Febreze right into your eyes? Do that, and then swallow it. Actually, just take the top off and chug it. What do you got to lose? Fuck me. And then and then. Here's, and again we all look. You're sick of it because you're sick of me talking about it. I'm sure you're sick of it. We're all sick of it, but it's it's what it's what's going on in the fucking world right now, man. So <laughs> no, I'm sorry, but he just he just he because then he does that. All right, he does that, and we but we know he's going to do that. That's the dumb shit he does every day. Now he runs out. He does that fucking two hour talent show. He sings on the good ship fucking lollipop, and everybody goes encore, <laughs> and he's like, oh, don't mind if I do. Anyway, there's another story, and he just tells you. Some bullshit, dumb fucking thing that he did in New York and he talks about. And again, we have very good ratings, Bachelor type ratings, the fucking Monday Football ratings. And it's like, yeah, but, you know, there is such a concept as hate watching shit, dude. Nobody's watching you and going, this is great. People are watching it, waiting, waiting and hoping, hoping, hoping your bronzer will run or your hair will fall off or some or just some. We're, we're all rooting for somebody to just punch you in your fat fucking mush. Just somebody to land an elbow. I don't care if it's one of the chick reporters. I don't care if it's the scarf just strangles him. I don't, I don't give a fuck if Fauci takes his knees out. If Pence decides that, you know what, we got to lose this guy for the good of the rapture. I, it just somebody wheels on him or turns on him. Because look, he makes himself look stupid, but he doesn't know he looks stupid. You got to tell him he's stupid. You got to push him down. You got to yell in his face. You go, hey, stupid, what are you doing? Right, let, me, let me tell you something. How about if you shut the fuck up? What do you got to lose? And we all think you're a fucking stupid monkey anyway. But if you just shut the fuck up, what do you got to lose? Really? It would be one day. One day where we didn't think you were a stupid fuck. That would be cool, right? And I know some of you like them. And, uh, and because, you know, because then literally the shit happens yesterday with the fucking hey, Here's a good idea. What if you put some palm olive in your nose? I mean, it's what the Fuck. Hey, Dawn takes grease out of your way. Here's a better thing. What if you just... I mean, Dawn enemas for all the poor people. Line them up, put a goddamn funnel in their ass, and fill them with Dawn. They'll take grease right out of their anus. What do you say? All righty. Just a fucking clown. What do you got to lose? What do you got to lose? <laughs> and actually, he's not wrong anymore at this fucking point. What? What do we have to lose? Seriously, he's just... Everything, nothing's going back to the way it was, and and even if it does, what the way it was wasn't it actually the fucking greatest? We got to be honest. Uh, And and I, so I don't know. And then you see fucking Biden putting out that that same political ad you've seen your entire fucking life, where he shakes hand with a black kid. You know what I mean? And he's like, ah, it's more about heart. It's about will. It's about coming together and getting things done. You fucking stroke. You you literally are are in bed with Wall Street people and you have your face buried in their asses. And 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 you're gonna not do again, in the middle of a virus that is killing people at uh look, at not a rapid record rate, but certainly it's doing more damage than they thought it would have who cares? Global fucking pandemic that has come to our country. You know, when you when you saw people in China dying and shit, you're just like, holy shit, that sucks. Good thing that's not us. And then all of a sudden, woo, woo, it comes over on a slow boat and it fucks everybody up. And then you're just like, and then you don't want healthcare for all. And you also don't, don't send anybody money. Like you, you send money to these wall street fuckheads. And then, and, and I know, yes, I know. Look at your 401k. Yes, I know. We need the stock market to be good for reasons that I don't fucking know. Cause again, I know one guy, I know one buddy of mine who's retired and his whole job is trading stocks. So I'm sure he's fine. I don't know what he's doing. Um, I And I guess other friends might have portfolios. I don't fucking know. I, I, you know why? Because they have the good sense not to talk to me about it. Because the only portfolio I have is a fucking plastic binder with photos of me from when I was a child. That's my definition of portfolio. There's no stocks. There's no fucking any of that bullshit. I got nothing. Nothing. I, I did for a while because I had that SoFi thing. Remember that? Remember when I tried to tr- get you guys to help me out with that goddamn thing? I bought, a, I bought a weed stock, and I bought stock in Boeing. Guess where both of those fucking went. <laughs> they went down like a Boeing fucking jet with that faulty engine in it, for fuck's sake. Uh, and I ate it. I, I ate it. That's the only time I've, I've dipped a toe into the stock market. <laughs> Why don't I do this? The only reason I did it, though, was because I had to in order to get the fucking deal and get the extra fucking bonus money. And do not think that I did not clean that out fucking immediately once they started to go downhill. Because I will, I will be honest, the fucking uh, the weed one actually bumped up. No, Boeing went up a little bit once. And I'm like, ooh, what, what the fuck was that? There was a noise in my kitchen. That's not a good noise. Um, but I was like, when it went up, like the stock went up once. And I was like, ooh, I, I see the appeal of this now. I went out and bought a monocle. Uh I put a carnation in my fucking vest. I was like, all right, here we go. And then by the next day, plummeted. Like, I'm mean, at the bottom of the goddamn ocean, staring at those fish that have that glowing lantern hanging out of their ass. You ever seen those fucking fish? The ocean's a scary fucking place, man. Um So yeah, man, I, I, I don't know fucking stocks. I don't know any of this bullshit, but, but, but maybe it's, it's good. I don't know. Again, like I said, I have friends who have stocks. Do you have stocks? Are they good for you? Good for you. I'm happy for you. I hope you got a hedge fund. I hope it's cleaning, uh, cleaning up this town and making everything you need it to make. And you're doing good and making a big dough. I, I just, to me, I I just think you could do a lot better than sending people $1,200 and telling them not to die. I just think that that would be the fucking plan. Um, but then he comes out, like I said, he comes out and he does those speeches where he's just like, Hey, what do you think? Here's a good idea. What if you guys, and I'm going to say this again, what if you guys asked Calgon to take you away, but this time you swallowed it. Hey, what do you got to lose? Oh man. Uh, so, but here's the, the worst part. He does all that dumb shit and we know that's who he is. He's captain dumb shit. That's what he fucking does. He's, he's captain dumb shit on the, what do you the SS? What do you got to lose? and and he's just driving toward an iceberg and he doesn't fucking care, whistling like Mickey Mouse in that first fucking Steamboat Willie cartoon, dude, just steering back and forth and just waiting to hit the iceberg so he can blame anybody within arm's reach. <laughs> but then he gives this stupid speech of the dumb shit that you should do with your life where he's just like, hey, you know what? Uh, you ever see that stuff they use to clean ovens? What is it, a lava brick? What if you scraped your face with that all night? Whatever the fuck. What do you got the load? Uh, <laughs> um, the worst part of it all is we because we know he's doing this shit, you know, every day he's going to say something more stupid and, and that's fine. But then he like lumbers off stage and just, and just walks off. I'm sure, you know, they take his coat off and he's like, how was I, how was I? Smears his orange makeup on Melania's cheek goes upstairs with three remotes in his hand to watch three TVs at once to hear what they thought of his fucking show because he thinks he's on Broadway. He he literally thinks he's in he's in the fucking the king and I <laughs> except for him. It's the I and I he doesn't he can't he doesn't even want to be a king. It's just the me and I he's in the me and I that's what he's in and and he goes up and watches the reviews and then he tweets and whatever the fuck. But here's the worst part again. Once he does that, then, then the fucking battle starts. Then, all the fucking jagoffs who support him have to come out and go, well, what he really meant was, well, you guys, you can't take him seriously. You can't, and in- hey, just because the president said it, you know, he was speaking in generalities, and I can't believe the media is so dishonest. They would try to like they spin it in a way where they just gaslight the fuck out of everybody, and you're like, hey, look, I was watching it, I saw what this dumb fuck said, okay. I, I I'm not stupid. He literally told me to dump Calgon into my mouth and swallow it. He said that they could cure this with with a fucking flashlight. I mean, like you're you, seriously. You're not gonna fucking say he didn't, but they do, and that's crazy making. Because in your brain, you're just like, nah, fuck you, man. You can't you can't get away with this. And then you sit there and you try to make sense of it, and you can't. And that's bad. But just as bad, <laughs> in my opinion, is the is the people who become outraged by this kind of shit. And they, and they just freak out and they make memes and they yell and they shout about him. And they're like, ah, oh, I can't believe it. ah, oh, uh, just Can you believe he said we should drink bleach? I can't believe the president. And then they all make their jokes. Aha, don't speak to me this morning until I've had my Lysol. <laughs> oh, I can't believe that fucking fathead said this. And it's just this... Again, the outrage industry works both ways. You got the people who are like, ah, oh, you don't understand what he really meant was die. <laughs> oh, okay. And then you got the other guys who are like, uh, again, I literally this morning, I read 10 comedians explaining why I shouldn't drink bleach. Like, like 10 comedians on fucking Twitter who are just like, well, what you don't understand is it causes a, physio, uh, a physiognomic reaction. And if, you, uh, if even one person has it, and oh my, shut the fuck up. Shut up, shut up, shut, shut the fuck up. You probably have a fucking pocket full of GHB when you're on the road. I don't need to hear you tell me about what I should and shouldn't put in my fucking body. You ridiculous road dog headlining nonsense motherfucker. Get off my Facebook. But it happens. Oh, uh, you know, drump is out there telling people about the bleach. And then, and then they make their fucking joke and whatever the fuck. And I mean, look, I know I'm no better. All right. I'm doing a podcast about it right now. I fucking get it. I know. But it just it, But at the same time, I can see the absurdity on all sides of it. And I'm not saying I'm the fucking island in the stream. That is what I am. nowhere in between how can I be wrong (laughs) sail away with me to another world and we'll rely on each other Uh uh-huh from one lover to another (laughs) uh we lost Kenny recently didn't lose Dolly Dolly's reading bedtime stories to people oh how fucking hot is that it's not supposed to be hot I know it's not supposed to be hot but just the fact that she's like lying in a bed literally can you I gotta be honest I all right If you told me that Dolly Parton was going to be reading bedtime stories on the internet and like you could watch her and she lays in bed and she's like, and she's reading with that. Because again, like I told you, she's just made out of size. She's literally just when, if she, if she ever, she's not just going to, she's not going to die. She's just going to burst into a big fucking cloud of, of gorgeous silver winged butterflies and fly to heaven. And I got news for you. I don't even fucking believe in heaven, but when Dolly Parton leaves this mortal plane, she will go fucking create it. That's what I say. I say her, she's gonna be like this gigantic swarm of silver-winged butterflies, and she will actually go create the kingdom of kingdoms in the heavens. And I will meet her there someday, and uh, I, I will sail away with her to another world. <laughs> but she's reading bedtime stories, right? Which is fine. You're like, wow, that's kind of hot, even though it's not supposed to be hot. Because like, you know, I shouldn't want to rail somebody who's telling me goodnight, moon. But I don't give a fuck. Uh, but then you go the other way and, uh, have you seen that Tom Hardy's reading fucking bedtime stories to people? And, uh, and, and now, you know, before I was firmly in Dolly's yard, but now I've got to, I got to admit I'm straddling the fence. I don't know what I do here because he's just, you just, you see, you've seen his arms. You've seen Tom Hardy's arms. You want him to wrap you up in some swaddling clothes. And, and read you a nice story as you curl up and you wonder what that is, poke it into your back. It's probably just his knee, but also you're wondering if he likes you. I mean, that'd be kind of cool. Uh, you know, I like a Tom Hardy and a Dolly Parton. Now, and hear me out. Here's what we do. And I don't think there's much doubt about this, right? I mean, you know where I'm going with this. I don't even have to fucking say it. Uh, we, go, we go DC Marvel. We go superhero team up. We tear down that fence. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall and you get Hardy and Parton in the same bedroom. And they're reading stories to everybody and just trading pages. Oh, my God. How great would that be? Superpower Summit. Wonder Twin Powers. Activate. Smash their rings together. Shape of an amazing fuck scene. Let's them. That's what I would even. Honestly, I would. If I I'll tell you this, even if Donnie Parton wanted to fuck me, if Tom Hardy showed up, I'd have to go. You know what, buddy? I, I don't think I could do anything for her that. You could. So go ahead. Step up. And maybe, maybe as much as I want to rail the fuck out of both of them, maybe I got to sit this one out and watch. Maybe just got to run off a couple of batches watching them go at it. Uh, And that's and that's old me talking, you know, young me. Forget about it. I would young me. I would I would fuck Tom Hardy in the ass while he was on top of Dolly Parton just so I could feel like I was the one plowing her Take that uh <laughs> so <laughs> take that and fucking run with it um and now i'm sitting here saying that maybe i just I, I defer why would i defer to tom hardy fuck that he's a shrimp go read a story somewhere else buddy I, I'm, I'm here i'm nestling right between dolly's cannons and i'm my i'm gonna say goodnight to both these fucking moons step the fuck off hardy do you feel in charge everybody comes out Everybody with the fucking speech. Hey, maybe you shouldn't drink bleach. Don't listen to the president. He didn't... Oh, now he's telling people to drink bleach. He's he's extraordinarily dangerous. I, I can't believe he would say these things. Well he's... How can you not believe it? This is who he is and what he's done. He's done it fucking forever. He's he's that fuckhead. So I got news for you. If you, can, you and Because okay, I will say this too. All the people are like defending it. And they're like, oh, what do you, he didn't really mean it. What do you, I mean, it was stupid that he said it, but it doesn't matter if he said it because you shouldn't take him serious because the, the president just talks... And then you get the other people who are like, this is the gravest situation to ever take over our country. We need to really wonder about a president who tells weak people to drink bleach. <laughs> and here's what I say. Here's what I say to everybody, okay? And it's I'm sure it's just a backlash over the people lecturing me this morning, but drink bleach if you want to. I don't give a fuck. Seriously, I let's go with Mike Without Hats. You can drink bleach if you want to. You can tuck it right down. You can let your throat get all burned and no, I won't know what to do and rhyme fuck. Uh... Honestly, I, I don't give a fuck if you drink bleach. I really don't. I mean, if you're my friend, I call me first and we'll have a conversation about it, please. But if you, if you, if you in your head, if you ever heard that fucking walking pile of garlic bologna in a fucking long ass red tie with a goofy ass fucking ocean spray cranberry goddamn wave of hair. If he told you to do something stupid like that, he told you, hey, drink scrubbing bubbles. Like I said, for the fuck you to drink the fish tank stuff and and you thought to yourself, well, you know what? Trump said it's okay to drink scrubbing bubbles and you drink the scrubbing bubbles. Can't help you. Excited to see what happens. I, I literally like I'll be you know who I'll be. I'll be fucking Willy Wonka. You do that for me when you you go ahead and like chew the gum, chew the gum that you're told not to chew. Trump says, hey, don't chew this gum. Stop. Don't come back. Help police murder. And then you you do it. And I'm going to do that thing where like Willy Wonka, where he rests his chin on his fucking hand and he just goes, I'm excited to see what happens. The suspense is killing me. I, I'll watch you. I will watch to see what kind of David Cronenberg fucking video drome and you meet because you gargled scrubbing bubbles because fuckhead in the White House told you to do it. I'm all for it. If anything, these people who are going to do it, let's put them on TV because they want to be on fucking TV like him anyway. So let's make that. Let's make that a fucking show. Let's get a reality show. Hey, do you believe Trump and all this bullshit? Come on the show and here, drink this bleach. Let's see what happens. And if you're going to do it just for fucking TV and whatever the fuck I'll watch, I'll watch you drink fucking bleach and then watch whatever you ate for lunch spring out of your stomach. John Hurt alien style and dash across the kitchen table because it's been burned out by the fucking bleach. You just chug down your fucking gullet. That's fine. Let's watch you check the fuck out. I'm fine with it. Unreal. I, I just, and, but again, I'm also, I, I'm so tired of these fucking idiots just kind of going, hey, here's the thing you need to understand. He's an extremely dangerous. He's a dangerous man. Yeah, great. Do something about it. Do something about it. Quit Quit fucking rending of garments and gnashing your teeth and telling me he's so dangerous. Well, fine, then show up. We got to vote him out then in November. That's what you got to do. You got to show up and vote him out. And by the way, we're, we're voting him out for a fucking ambient pill who can't even keep his own false teeth in his fucking mouth. That's the, that's the choice. That's the fucking choice. The only thing is, I don't think Biden is stupid enough to tell people to drink bleach. Uh, <laughs> Biden, Biden, He'll say, what do you got to lose? But, but he'll be saying it to old people who don't have any health care. That's who he'll say it to. Trump says it to everybody. So you got to pick your fucking poison. You got to put, you know what? They're both scrubbing bubbles. Choose which one you want to fucking chug this fucking, this, this November. And I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, I know, fuck no. We all know who the fucking, you know, who's got to go. Um, but at the same time, you got to think to yourself that I don't even know. Uh, Biden's such a fucking clown. Again, those stupid ads where he just comes out and he's just like, well, we're, we're all in this together, and I like pie and flags. Who likes pies and flags? Do you out there? How about anybody else? Remember America back in the old days? And go get a shoe shine from a boy named Leroy. gave him a quarter. You got to walk up the street in your shiny shoes and head over to the House of Representatives and get sworn in in 1970 and still be relevant 50 fucking years later. Remember that? That's the America I love. And to this day, Leroy's son and his son after him, and his son after him, they still run the same shoe shine stand. I still walk by every day, and I ask them to do my shoes, you know. It used to be a quarter, now I pay a dime, because, you know, if they want to keep that booth open, you know, they got to do something about it. A lot of competition for people who want to come over and shine shoes, especially, you know, since the middle class has been destroyed, and everybody said, I can shine shoes, and they set up these renegade shoe shops, and then I walk by, and I said, don't worry. And, and, like, taking care of you is shining light on a hill and a rainbow and all that same other jazz and malarkey we told you about in the old days. But anyway, oh, my teeth. I gotta keep them in my mouth. Anyway, we uh, gotta take on Trump. You know, I don't I don't want to take him on too too strongly. You know, he you gotta respect the office of the presidency. You know, there's an authority there. And and yes, I understand that his face smells like three-day-old hooker pussy, but at the same time, it's okay. He's, he's still been voted in by some of the- the people in this country and we have to we have to respect them and yeah of course he said what do he got to lose and, and he told everybody that they could go ahead and eat nuts and bolts and nails for cereal in the morning and people did and it hurt their gums and yeah they, they don't have any dental care and I not I know I know the dangers of not taking care of your teeth I can tell you that right now oh gosh I gotta push them back in anyway I think to myself all the time when I walk past the market that's boarded up on the corner you know I used to stop into that market all the time and get peanut butter and jelly sandwiches I I like peanut butter and jelly. I keep it in my pocket all the time, along with some Werther's candies, but I can't have the Werther's anymore. You know, God, they stick to my teeth, my, 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 my dentures, you know, my bridge work. Okay, I can't do it, but I used to go to that market all the time, and I used to see Vincenzo in 1970, and then I saw Vincenzo Jr. and Vincenzo Jr. Jr., but, you know, uh 2010 after the housing uh, 2008 bailed out, which we saved this country, but we unfortunately couldn't save Vincenzo and his corner market, so I had to get my peanut butter and jelly somewhere else, and I understand Vincenzo and his family had to go back to Italy, and I don't, I don't know if, uh, I hope they survived, you know, things, things are bad over there, but they won't be so bad here, now I tell you what, you vote for me, and you put me in the office, and we'll, we'll all get, a, we'll all just shake hands, and, and we'll kumbaya, and we'll, and we'll get the bad man out of the White House, but now, Not not all the bad men. You know, I tell you what. These Republicans, I tell you, they'll come around when I'm in office. I don't know if you noticed. They know me. They know me. I know these men. And they know that what they're doing is wrong. And when I'm in the office, I'll I'll shake a bony, wraith-like finger in their face. And I'll say, you know... There's a, a new sheriff in town, and but but a sheriff who believes in bipartisanship and we should all get along together, don't you think? Would you, would you like a Werther's candy? And then they'll kill three Democratic Supreme Court justices and I, I'll try to replace them and they won't let me, but, but in the spirit of, of bipartisanship, I'll hear them out. For four years, we'll have a court of only six people. It'll only be five Republicans and a wolf who Trump installed on his last day in office. And they just decide... All of the cases in front of them, and they wanted to make sure this country was safe. And I, oh, can you hear my spit is coming out of my mouth? I'm sorry about that. But if you vote for me, I promise you, I will not let the wolf take your baby in the night he, he will stay on the court and he will only be allowed out to do and when important decisions are needed right and he will deliberate behind closed doors he will not be caged as per donald trump's request he will be allowed to roam free amidst all of the courtrooms of washington dc and uh, if you uh, just if you don't want to fall victim to the supreme court wolf then perhaps you just stay out of the courtrooms don't do any malfeasance or any bad things and and i know that's hard to say at this time and you're poor, and you don't know what to do, and you're scared, and, and you don't know who to vote for, but but you should look at me. Look toward me. I I know how to, to cooperate with people. Isn't that, isn't that what we need now, is cooperation? It's like, it's like when you and, and your wife have to cooperate with your kids and let them eat, and you don't, because you don't have any money to feed them. And you don't, can't eat five, you don't have money for five people. You got food for three, so your three babies have to eat. That's, that's cooperation. So you know what it means to cooperate. I, I'll bring that spirit to Washington. I'll cooperate with Republicans, just like, just like you cooperated with, with your, your parents when, they, when you put them in the, in the home and then it got expensive and then, and then you didn't know what to do. So you, 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 you had to think about increasing their medication so maybe they could just go peacefully in the night. I know what it means to feel that way because, well, I've been, I've been a part of this country and this government for 75 years and I understand exactly what it means to feel like you're, you're, you're behind the eight ball sometimes. I, it's like one time my campaign jet wouldn't start and I know that, oh, you know the pain of that, don't you? Shut the fuck up. The only reason we're voting for you is because you're not him. What a mess. What a fucking mess. Uh Christ. I don't know, man. I don't. And then you got it. You got it. The next day I got to get these speeches from everybody. Don't listen to the president. Oh, my God. Don't listen. to. Me. Yeah, I know. I know. Okay, we know. Fucking Poor people are being torn apart in this country. Middle class people. Are there middle class people or is middle class just poor now? I don't fucking know. I, I, you know, I want to go outside. I would love to go outside, but I'm listening to science. I'm listening to scientists. I'm listening to people tell me that I shouldn't go outside because, again, as I've said many times before, uh, it's not about me. All right. It's about other people. I could get other people sick and fuck that. I don't want that. I don't want any of that shit on my conscience. You know that, too. That's why when you see these motherfuckers going out and protesting and they're holding signs and they're like, we, we want to leave our house. We want, I demand a haircut. You've got to be fucking kidding me, man. Are you, you, you're in the house for a fucking month and now you're agitating because you can't get a fucking haircut. Dude, strap a mask to your head and go buy some clippers. Have your kid shave his head. Make it a fun afternoon. Have your kid shave your head. Fuck that. Make it a completely fun afternoon. Everybody go bald. Do it. Go straight up fucking leukemia patients at your fucking house. Make it a game. Just do that. Just play Johnny Cancer. Hey, we're all Johnny Cancer till this fucking thing fixes. I mean, how do you how do you tell me that you're you're prepping and you've got millions of guns and all these fucking vegetables in a goddamn hole in your yard, but then you're sad because you can't go get your roots dyed? Are you fucking joking? These motherfuckers, man. And I, I see them out there. And why do they always have guns? Let me ask you that. Why are these, who are these fuckheads who think they can shoot a germ in the face? Are you fucking joking? It's look, it's supposed to be a thing where, you know, don't tread on me and a snake and bullshit and whatever the fuck. Yes, we get it. But they're out on the corner and it's always these motherfucking, I, I just trailer park boys, I guess you would say, with the fucking big ass beards and they got four AR 15s over their shoulders. I mean, four AR 15s, four. AR-15s, four. AR 15s, literally, the most expensive thing you have in your house are the very guns you have in your house to protect your stuff. Do you need that? Do you really fucking need that? It's insane. And then you bring it to the fucking rally. It's, this isn't about being tough. They think guns make them tough and they're, by, by protesting and don't and all this Tea Party bullshit. Dude, this isn't about being tough. You can't beat up a sneeze, all right? Fuck you. I'm all, you know what? But I'll be honest with you. You can't beat up a sneeze. You can't fucking wrestle a germ. Nobody's going to shoot a fucking germ. You can't choke it the fuck out. But I will tell you, I, when I see those people rallying and they're out there and they're holding their... And it's always... You know, this fucking combination of like leather clad fucking armor, Kevlar gun-toting assholes. And then dudes in tank tops and flip flops who were just like, I like the beach, man. Let me out of my house, man. I mean, it just, you fucking inconvenient cocksuckers. I I don't, I don't, but you know what? I'm all for it. Like I said, you know what? Don't drink bleach. Fuck you. Drink bleach. We should put them on TV to drink bleach. And if these assholes want to go outside, I'm sorry. You know, again, like I said, I don't want it to hurt other people. And I hope other people stay home. I hope most people stay home. But I'm all for these rallies, because if, all the, if you're at that fucking rally, that means you feel we should open shit up and you don't believe in this stuff, which is fine with me, because I'll tell you what, I would gladly trade a thousand Hibleys to bring irony back Get these motherfuckers out. That would be totally fine. Irony used to be great. Now, everybody's got irony poisoning in this fucking country. Let's bring it back as more comic relief. And I'll tell you what, if a thousand fucking hillbillies with with 3,000 teeth between them and 4,000 AR-15s between them wind up dying because of this fucking thing, hey, man, have the fuck at it. And, and I, you know, believe me, I get, I've said before, i like, there's that chaos guy in me who's like, Hey man, maybe 5,000 people should die. And then there's the rest of me who's just like, fuck you. What are you insane? Because inevitably it's going to find somebody I care about. It's going to find somebody I know. I know people who've had it now. I, I, my buddy Rick had it. I, I've known people who've had it and gotten through it. Um, thankfully, you know what I mean? You don't want any fucking tragedies to happen. And I got, my mom is ready to go and fuck, you know, I sit there and I say, like, I joke that I, I. It's not about me. You know, I want to make sure that I'm fine. But also I want to make sure I'm taking care of other people. That's the most important fucking thing is taking care of other people. And it is. But also I've read about this. All right. I've seen the comorbidities and I know 50% of the people who die from this are fat dudes. And that's not good because that's me. You know what I mean? Although I mean, 50% of the people who die are fat dudes. It's it's not good, but also it is good in a sense because it means that I'm that much closer to being king of the fat dudes. <laughs> you all right, that's fine. Let's fucking thin the herd on these motherfuckers. Pun fully intended. And then I'll just be out there running around like King Hippo from fucking Mike Tyson Punch Out. I'll just be the fat guy who runs everything in charge of the crown, dude. Fuck that. Get yeah, you know what? I'm on board. I want more fucking rallies. Get these guys and their guns out there. Let them be dead in three fucking weeks, and just let me boot my way up the fucking fat guy rankings enjoy your ventilator tubby i'm climbing the fat ladder to the fat pinnacle i'm gonna put a fat crown on my head somebody give me a bouquet of sausages i'm running this fucking joint Ha <laughs> yeah you don't want any piece of me i'm the fucking i'm king hippo i'm fucking running fat guy town forget it jake it's fat guy town and fucking Schmidty's running it these fucking idiots <sighs> you're out there risking people's lives maybe it's not your life you know, I go to the store, I, I'm going once a week, twice a week now, and I used to dally in the fucking store, I won't lie, and I'll tell you this too, you know, I said that, that you need a, na- a mask now to go to Walgreens, and so I, I'm like, well, I'll just go to the grocery store, because I found a grocery store to my, by my house that's pretty stocked up, I think I told you about this, and and also, it's there's no line, so I'm like, this is cool, um, but I, you know, so I got the mask, Bridge sent me a mask, and then I threw it on. And I went to the grocery store and it said on the door, please, uh, you can't come in without a mask. So I'm like, oh, my God, thank God. Um, because if I would have shown up without a mask, I'd have been like, oh, fuck, try to crudely fashion something out of a goddamn thong. You know what I mean? Just find some underwear in the gutter and throw it on my fucking head. Uh, but but it's it's you try to get in and out because, you know, it's not, again, not about me. It's about the people working in those fucking stores. These people are. I've said it before, you know, nobody, nobody signed up to be, because this is the thing is everybody, these grocery store workers are now essential. They're telling them they're essential. And, and I'll tell you what essential, man, the, the meaning of, of that word really changed in the last fucking five months, didn't it? Because you remember when like, oh, I don't know, McDonald's workers said they wanted to get their minimum wage bumped up from to like 15 bucks an hour and everybody laughed and they were like, saying, "Ah, fuck you, man, fuck you. This is an, this is an entry level job. If you haven't gotten out of this, because this is a job I had in high school, and you should be able to move on and get a better job. Not knowing, it's not it's not about them not wanting a better job. Maybe maybe they're." They need to keep this job. Maybe it's a second job. Maybe this is the only job they could get. Maybe again, but you know, we've talked about it before. Maybe they don't have the education to get a better job or maybe they just fucking like working at fucking McDonald's and you know what? Land of the fucking free, home of the fucking brave and uh, they should get a living wage. People should get a fucking living wage in this country. But people, you know, now they're essential though. Now they can't go home. Now it's like, fuck you. Now you got to stay. Oh, you're a grocery store worker? Now you got to fucking work. You know, imagine trying to get out of fucking work they're like, no, we need you. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? People need to buy green beans. You can't fucking go home. God damn it. When they it's it's you shouldn't have to go to a grocery store. It's like military people. You know, they they sign up. They can die. Nobody nobody wants to die for Hobby Lobby. Nobody wants to die at Target. They didn't sign up to get that job thing. They were putting their lives on the fucking line. But now they're they're these they're now they're heroes. And And believe me. You know, my buddy Dave Anthony said it, it, it's when they, in this country, when they tell you you're a hero, get ready to die because they, that is them telling you you're expendable. That's what they mean when they say you're a hero, you're fucking expendable. And it's all bullshit to get you to go, Oh, I am a hero. And then this fucking nonsense where people are clapping at seven o'clock in the evening or eight o'clock in the evening, everybody go outside and clap for these people. It's awesome. It's so nice. And, uh, and that's great. But I, you know, that's not paying the fucking rent. I I clearly see us moving toward an applause-based economy, and I'm going to tell you right now, we need to raise the minimum smattering soon, quickly, because these fucking people are going to have goddamn bills to pay if they don't die selling people their fucking kale. Crazy. I mean, I I go to any store and there's people just there stocked working. I saw Whole Foods, they got shirts now that say on the front, on the back it says hero and on the front it says hardcore. I'm like, hey, that's fine. But the guy at Whole Foods didn't want to be a hardcore hero. He wanted to make a little fucking extra money. That's all he did. He's trying to stay alive. That's the whole point. You take, everybody always says, oh, those jobs are entry-level jobs. Well, they are jobs that keep you alive or at least they fucking used to be. You know, I'm sure Trader Joe's a good guy. I mean, he fucking invented two buck chuck and he's got pretty good peanut butter pretzels, but I'm not ready to die for that motherfucker. That dude can't even figure out a fucking parking lot. Seriously, you go to Trader Joe's, they get that Byzantine parking lot. It's like fucking American gladiators just getting into the store. It's like a hedge maze or some shit. I'm going to find a frozen Nicholson behind a goddamn uh, uh, Dodge Charger. And the only thing missing in the fucking parking lot is a steakhead with a fucking tennis ball cannon trying to wing me before I get into the store so I don't win. Fuck that. Give me some fucking pugil sticks so I can beat the shit out of somebody on my way in. But now people are supposed to die in that store to to sell me what? Fucking minced garlic? Unreal. But people just wanted, they just wanted to fucking stay alive, man. But now they're essential. Everybody, but now you're a fucking soldier. You're a fucking soldier, you were working a second ago. To again, five months ago, they made fun of you. You wanted fifteen bucks an hour. They're like, "Fuck you, McDonald's, you burger flipping asshole." And then they're like, "Oh my god, please, please come and sell burgers, please." Oh my god, we need you. It's you know, this whole country is is because of you. And I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen, man. I you know, people don't need applause. They need fucking money. And then the second bill went through, and there's no more money for people again. And I mean, I you know, people just barely made it through April. I, I can't. I, what are they gonna do for May? They're gonna pay their fucking rent. It's it's and also just the fucking weird way everything has changed, man. They they, you know, I have I had tickets to Pearl Jam, all right, and I, I'm privileged enough to where right now I don't need the money for the tickets to Pearl Jam. I don't need to call Ticketmaster and freak the fuck out. Um, but but there are people who need their money. And there are people who, you know, they, they, they had tickets, season tickets for sports teams, and they're trying to get their money back, and they're being told no. Ticketmaster's like, nah, we're just going to hold on to it. Uh, concert tickets, sports tickets, there's no refunds because they haven't postponed the season yet. And they're like, no, this will all be rescheduled. And and there are people who are starving. And I know you're thinking, well, why'd you buy $1,500 season tickets to a baseball game anyway? But you know why? Because maybe that was the one fucking thing they loved in their life. Maybe they worked their ass off at their essential fucking job to have season tickets or a co-season ticket plan to watch the Dodgers win a World Series because it could make them happy. That's why. And now they see, you know what? Shit's hitting the fan, stuff's fucking collapsing, and it's all falling apart. It's it's Billy Zane with a gunshot on the fucking deck of the Titanic watching people fight over lifeboats, turn into his manservant and going, it's all falling apart. That's what's about to fucking happen. And so people now want their money. So they can stay alive and they're getting told no by corporations and companies and they have no recourse. People have filed a class action lawsuit against the MLB. Well, look, fuck, are you going to So what? You're going to pay lawyers now to try to get your fucking money back? It's just I don't know where this country is going to go, man. I really don't. After this shit calms down, if this shit calms down, are you still going to think the guy who works at fucking Whole Foods is a hero? Will you treat him as such? will Bezos give him the, the the raise and the money that he needs I gotta be honest man it's like I you know I grew up and I did I lived in America and America is capitalism it just was and you know I grew up all through the 80s and we were told the Russians communism and fucked them and then the wall fell and we won we were told we won you know and that was like all right cool and to me, I've just this has been my way of life. I've accepted capitalism. This is where I'm at, the great country in the world, this is where we are, and uh and I I won I won the the nationalistic lottery by being bored in this country and not being bored in fucking Ecuador, you know? I'm not drinking dirt water out of a pothole somewhere trying to stay alive. I live in the land of plenty. But I see the divide coming now. And I I don't know what they're going to do. if Even if this gets fixed, you know, we get a vaccine, whatever the fuck, and they get restaurants, you know, so because a lot of people, again, these are the jobs that, that people that might might not have the education to work on Wall Street or the connections to work in an office. These are the jobs that keep this country alive. You know, guys who work in grocery stores, busting their fucking ass and, and hair salons and and fucking... Tattoo parlors. It's funny that they're opening all those tattoo parlors and hair and nail salons. It's just like, I mean, and they're saying that those are essential now, whatever the fuck. Cab drivers, Uber drivers, you know, fucking retail. These are, these are jobs that, you know, anybody can get those jobs and it can help you stay alive and pay for your, I mean, it can't anymore because they've cut the fuck out of it so much. And healthcare is such a fucking issue. But, you know, like I said, when I was a kid, grocery checker was a good job. It was a union job and you got health care. It was great. Once you worked at a grocery store, you worked in the union. It was good. But now they've beaten the shit out of that and they're strangling fucking unions and they're going after unions now. And somehow they've convinced poor people that unions are bad. And I mean, I, and that's not where I grew up. You know, I grew up in the Midwest and I grew up in a union house and I, I was, you know, they, they fought for you. And is there corruption in the union? Yes. The corruption in the government? Yes. Is the corruption at McDonald's? Yes. Is the corruption in the apartment on either side of me? Probably. And I don't know what to do about it. That's the thing. These this is not my fucking pay grade. I'm just trying to stay alive. We all are. You know what I mean? And that's the thing. We all wanted to just fucking work and then, you know, go to the movies or go to a concert or just, you know, you life is that that endless series of struggles that's interrupted by brief moments and flashes of happiness, of joy. Because it's nose to the grindstone. And then once you have a family, man, you, you don't even think about yourself anymore. But you transfer your joy into watching your kids succeed. And there are so many people out there now who, who aren't going to see their kids succeed. Because maybe you can't afford to put them through college. And they have to go to college. Because, you know, otherwise, what are they doing? They're, they're breathing in spores at a grocery store and passing out dead on the fucking floor. And then someone calls them a hero and rolls them out of the way and hires another guy to take his fucking place. Because again, these people are expendable. I'm expendable. That's a hard fucking truth, man. Like I said, I grew up in a, in a, in capitalism. I grew up in a world where I was told, you know, this, this is the way it was be. Greed is good. That started in the eighties, Reagan. And, uh, and now 40 years later, you know, I can look back and go, man, they strip mined this fucking country. They, they constantly wielded their, their influence and their money like a fucking cudgel and they used it to dig a bigger divide between rich and poor. And it is, I, I just see it as being the death of this experiment. And again, I'm fucking Bob laughs. All right. I'm not expecting you guys to be like, well, Mike has a solid point there because then I'm just these fucking assholes are going, well, you know, bleach is very corrosive to the voice box, whatever the fuck. I, you know, I'm not expecting you to go, yeah, Mike, woohoo, or whatever the fuck. I'm not looking for that shit. I'm not. But I, 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 I believe I said it last week and I've said it maybe the week before that. All of this downtime is is poisonous. Because you sit and you think and you wonder and you try to figure out where it's going to go from here, man. And I don't know where it's going. I don't. Everyone has worth. Everyone has value. And and you've got these people who, who they're fucking furious at baseball players for making millions of dollars to play a kid's game. And they're also furious at people who want more money because they make hamburgers. And it's like, well, what what do you want? Do you because it's funny they'll laugh and they'll say, oh, I'm not a socialist, and oh, you want the government to take over and give out handouts, and you know, you want to make sure everybody makes the same uniform money. Well, well, what are you saying when you yell at football and baseball players who shouldn't make millions of dollars? Do you want them to make what the guy at McDonald's makes because they play a kid's game? Is that what you think? Are you that self centered that you think you're the only one who gets who should make more? Or are you, are you the only, are you the arbiter of who should make what? Why don't you just fucking worry about yourself? Because I got news for you. If they haven't come for you yet, they're gonna. And I don't, I don't mean to sound like fucking Norma Ray ringing the fucking bell. I've said it many times, man. I am, I am fucking Rick. Haha, ha, man. Don't fucking, I'm not trying to get you to follow me. I'm not a leader. I'm not, I'm not sitting up with a bullhorn. I'm not on a soapbox on a corner. I'm not a fucking swagger and I'm not a Hoffa. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just an observer. And, and when you look at what's happening and you start to think about it and you try to figure out what's going to happen and where it's going to go, it doesn't look good. I I just don't see it. It just doesn't look good, man. And I'm sure I'm just stir crazy from being in my fucking house. I got to go out, like I said the other day. I had an appointment. That's right. I had an appointment. What the fuck? Who's taking appointments at this time? Are you, and you're like, what? Well, did you get a haircut? What'd you do? Did you go to manicure? No, I went to get waxed. I look, I cannot face the apocalypse with with hairy balls. I'm sorry. I need I need a smooth bag if I'm gonna take on the demons, baby. Bring it on now. Smooth it up. <laughs> Let's bullet boys this fucking cock. Smooth up! Uh, No, here's what happened. I think I told you guys that I had to pay for my fucking tags for my car. So that was 160 bucks I didn't see fucking coming that I had to pay. And you're like, all right, well, what the fuck? Because again, it's that thing where, well, I, you know, because it said, uh, whatever, if you don't pay it, you're fucked. And you can't call the government and just be like, please, sir, you know, whatever. That's the last fucking phone call you want to have. Uh, Is there any way we can think about this later? Because I'm not even driving the fucking car. Like, I think I told you I put on 70 miles last month or whatever the fuck. So, I mean, but it had to be done. And I was like, all right, just fucking do it. Because, again, it's one of those things I'll fucking forget about. And then in September I'll be in jail. You know, and then I'm, I'm... Fucking, you know, they're, they're sawing off my arm as I call up Jennifer Conley and tell her I'm never coming home and she's getting an ass to ass at that fucking point. I mean, I, it's, I'm that guy. That'll happen. So I could pay it. So I'm like, yeah, I just fucking pay it. Who cares? So I did. Uh, I was lucky enough to where I had it on hand. And now I just wait for the fucking tags. So I they send the tags. I, I get a letter from the DMV and I throw it on the desk. And I don't ever open my mail. You know what I mean? Like I told you, I had opened the tag thing and forgot about it until like two days before they were due. And I had had it on my desk for like five weeks and I was like, fuck, and I paid it online. So then I get the thing from the DMV and I'm like, all right, and I'm not driving. So who the fuck cares about the tags, right? So two days go by and then I open up the envelope uh, because I'm going to the store and I go, well, I'll just throw the tags on now. I'm heading outside. And it says incomplete. And I'm like, what? There's no tags in there. And I open it up and it says uh, incomplete. Your payment has uh, been registered, but you need a smog check in order for us to issue tags and give you new registration. And then it said that uh, your payment is logged, but if we don't receive your smog check by the end of the month you are responsible for any citations or impounds that will happen because you don't have your tags. And I'm like, I paid you, you fucks. What are you talking about? I fucking paid you the money. I shouldn't have to it should be at least work with me. You know what I mean? At least go, "Hey, look, we know you you paid the money, so you got to get the smog checked by like May 15th, whatever the fuck. That's fine. But and carry this letter in your car, show it to the cops, whatever the fuck, which in, and believe me, in LA, that's the last fucking thing I want to do is get pulled over and go, "Here's a piece of paper, sir." Hands out of the glove compartment. <coughs> So I'm like fuck that, so and then, and then you know you get sour. I'm a sour puss about it. I'm just like oh man, what the fuck? You guys could have fucking told me this. And then I looked at the paperwork that I had paid before, and it said right on there I needed a smog check. God damn it, Schmidty! What the fuck is wrong with you, man? This is your fault. Uh, but also we're in the middle of a fucking uh, a, a, a global pandemic. God damn it. Uh, we're all we're all dying in a Hong Kong garden, as our friend Susie and the Banshees would say. Ding 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 ding. Uh, so I, so I, all right, I got to get a fucking smog check. Fine. So now, in the middle of a pandemic, I don't even know. I don't know if smog boys are essential. Um. <laughs> all right, that's got to be that's got to be the name of the show. Smog boys are essential, right? Doesn't it? Uh, I don't know. Let's write down the numbers so I can go back later and review. <laughs> smog boys are essential. Um. God, I hate that I have to stop down and do that. All right, uh, so I so but I got you know I gotta find a joint and go get a smog check. Last time I did this, I there was a joint right by my my mechanic because also I'm due for like an oil change, and also Uber wants Uber wants my registration. So when that comes, I gotta send it to them. But then Uber keeps sending me a note because they need an expen- inspection for the vehicle. You gotta get that every year. And so all this shit is necessary. But then I'm like, man, this is more shit. I got to pay my mechanic and stuff. And I'm not even driving. What the fuck? I can't go anywhere and do anything. But Uber literally writes me every day. They text me every day and they email. Just a reminder, your vehicle registration has expired. Just a reminder, your vehicle inspection needs to be brought in. Just a reminder, your vehicle registration has expired. Just a reminder, your vehicle inspection needs to be brought in. Fuck. And, and they can see clearly I'm not driving because nobody's fucking driving. Uh, But now I got to get a smog check. So I'm like, all right, so... um. And I should say this, I make it sound like it was this laborious process. Oh, my God, I got to get a smog check. I go online, I Google it on, on Google Maps. There's a place, not not kidding, half mile from my house. And, and, I, and I look and it says on the website they're open. But I don't know if they're really open. Because it also says COVID-19 may re- reflect whatever the fuck. So I'm like, all right. So uh, the reason I stayed up all night on, on Wednesday night was because I said, "All right, I'll, I'll. This place supposedly opens at nine a.m. I'll give them a call, and if they're open, I'll go. I'll go do it." So nine a.m. I called them, and there's a dude there, and he, I says, "You guys open?" He goes, "Oh yeah." I go, "Do I need an appointment?" He goes, "No." I said, "Great." So uh, I hopped out into the vehicle, stepped outside, and I think I told you, it's been like sixty and gray here, sixty-five and gray here, which is still beautiful, nice breeze, um, but but still not summery, you know. But this week, man, like today, again, going to be 97. I think I may have mentioned this early in the show. Going to be Roasty Toasty folks, uh, which, by the way, that's the story. I want both Dolly Parton and Tom Hardy to read me <laughs> the story, the story of Mike and the Roasty Toasty Day, Big Mike's Mike's big, great, not so sad, Roasty Toasty Day. Um, so I, so I go over to the guy and he's just there and he's got, you know, I've got my mask on. He's got a mask and gloves on. And he asks if he can pull the car in, and he does it, and he does the whole thing, and I pass. And uh, I go to leave, I pay him 48 bucks, because again, why not, right, why not? I already paid 159 for the fucking tags, now 48 for the smog check, and uh, look at me, this is me, just look at me making it fucking rain all over this goddamn town. Um, but you got, you got again, people are very nice, and they think of me, so I, I did have the money, courtesy of you guys, thank you. So I finish, it's like 9 40 and now I don't uh I don't want to go home because now I'm out and I haven't been outside in you know other than to go to a grocery store <clears throat> I mean literally other than to go to a grocery store, I haven't been out of the house in five weeks. You know, I mean I check the mail, you go to the store, whatever the fuck, but you know, I'm going out like twice a week and I'm running to the store and then coming home. I'm not, you know, you're not going to a movie, you're not going to a party, you're not having fun, you're not going to the park, you're not going to the gym, none of that. All that you know that we're all in out. It's all fucked. But I was out. And I, I was like, what can I do here, man? I just it was that I, I felt like uh uh John Amos in fucking coming to America. Like uh, I don't know whether to bow, curtsy, I don't know if to kiss your hand and I feel like breakdancing. Like, I mean, I just, I had so, there were so many possibilities because I'm out of the house. I'm out of, I'm escaped from the ant farm. I'm out. Nobody knows where I am. I can do what the fuck I want. I got a mask. I'm taking over this fucking town. Have mask. We'll travel. So, uh, so I drive and, uh, and I start, I'd go, where am I going to go? All right. And I'm, I'm like, all right, I'm hungry. What should I do? I go, well, uh, and, and I, I'll be really honest with you, man. I, um, i wanted somebody to make me food <laughs> does that make sense uh i wanted convenience i wanted to be waited on i wanted somebody to uh to 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 pamper me i'm not even that just i wanted somebody to do something for me Cause you know that was my life before. You you run to the drive through. You run here. You run there. Whatever the fuck. But now, you know, I'm cooking a bit. I just I made some red sauce and sausages this week with some fucking pasta, some ravioli, and so. And I cook, but oh, but I will tell you this. You know what I've done? You know what I've beaten to death? It was a great idea in the beginning, but now I have absolutely kicked the shit out of it up to this point. Um, Lunch meat sandwiches, like. I keep buying like boar's head ham or boar's head Ichiban turkey breast or all the, and I'll buy like a pound of meat and a pound of mozzarella cheese, you know, but I'll buy Like three different lunch meats, like a third of a pound of mortadella, a third of a pound of this turkey breast, a third of a pound of chicken breast, a third of a pound of pastrami, whatever the fuck, whatever I feel like I'm in the mood for, I get it. And it's just so easy for me to make a sandwich. You know, I just fucking, I got bread. I get some, get out some fucking mustard, do that, pickles, cheese, meat, and um, I'm eating them every day. I'm eating one sandwich basically every fucking day. And uh and I, I think I hit a tipping point where I'm just like, fuck this, I can't, I can't, because it's too easy, it's just, I mean, look, I like a lunch meat sandwich like the next guy, but it's just too, it's too easy, man. And I'm just sick of it, I want real food, I want hot food, I want, you know, when I cooked this week, it was actually really cool when I cooked, I made a red sauce, I made some fucking Italian sausages in my cast iron skillet, I fucking, I, you know, I crisped them up and then I boiled them and... and uh, and then I threw them in the red sauce to get it and to get, toss it around. And then I had fucking ravioli with that on top, some fucking shredded parm, and it was good. It was, and I felt proud. I felt proud that I had done that. It wasn't just sticking a knife in a fucking jar of mayonnaise and then pulling meat off of a deck of fucking meat cards. You know what I mean? But uh, but I think I'm I think I'm over sandwiches for a bit. So I'm gonna have to fucking put those on the shelf. But when I went out the other day, I was just like, and and also. I I was like, all right, you know what? I I want a breakfast burrito, but there was a place in Burbank, but I didn't want to drive all the way to Burbank. I was like, because it was even, even though I was out and free and the windows down, I also didn't want to be out because I don't want to kill anybody or I don't don't want, I don't want to get sick. I don't want to get anybody sick. Like I said, remember 50% of the fat people are dying. So like take care of the other 50% because again, King Hippo has got to move up the goddamn list. Uh, So I knew I couldn't stay out, but I wanted to do so. I've been threatening to go run. You know, there's a park by my house and I wanted to go by the park and see what it was like in the daytime. So I went and there was a guy out there. This is where I used to, you know what? This used to be the Lord's gym. Remember I, I, by year five or whatever the fuck it was. My buddy, Tyler Smith, who hosted the podcast, he hosts the podcasts. uh, He has a Jesus movie podcast and then he has Battleship Pretension, which I bet on him and David. Um, He had a buddy who was a trainer and he would train me But again, I, it was just, you know, was that plyometrics and, and dynamic tension, you know, where he's just got a band around a tree and you're doing your own pull-ups and then you're doing push ups on the ground. And then he's, you know, bouncing a medicine ball off your fucking head and, and, uh, you can dodge ball, dodge ball, you can dodge a wrench, uh, or vice versa. So he, I used to work out at this park. So I, sure enough, I pull up and there's another guy, he's got like orange cones set up and he's got like, uh. Yoga balls and stuff, and so he's gonna be training people, but also in this park, there are people running people in hoodies, people going around in circles and but also it's it's a homeless enclave there's there's easily fifteen homeless people in the park. I can see them around the corner, they're laying under trees they're and uh again i'm I'm not trying to cast aspersions, but you know these people don't have masks on and I don't know how healthy they are. I don't know. <clears throat> Clearly, you know, they they're in the same boat with me of having no insurance, but uh I'm a little better off than having to sleep under a tree. So, it it in my brain I was like, "All right, am I going to hurt these people if I get out? If I run here, if I work out?" And then conversely, are they going to hurt me? Are they are they sick? Are they and again sleeping here? Are they sneezing? Are they, you know, it's this it's such a weird life. Like I read a story about how in Hong Kong they've opened up restaurants now. But when you walk into the restaurant, they take your temperature. And then you, you sit down and everybody's got masks and gloves on. You have a mask and gloves on. You have to keep the mask on unless you're eating. Um, you go to the bar, you order your drink. You have to walk away from the bar and stand by the wall. And then they call you. You can come pick up your drink and go. Like Nobody can sit at a bar and hang out anymore. They don't want any, there's uh you can't have parties of more than four. If you do, they'll break you up and seat you. And also you have to sit, you don't sit next to one another. Like they, they space everybody out. And so that's what I say when I talk about what's, what's going to be normal. What's normal in this country? You know, it's so funny. It's so quaint for me to go watch these these clips of like sporting events or concerts you know, you see Coachella there's fucking 80,000 people all wearing very little clothing and on top of one another and in your brain you're like is that ever going to happen again and I granted I, I asked a bunch of these questions after 9-11 and like I said all they did was they took your shampoo and made you take your shoes off and then everything was fine so uh you know as as they you know whatever the fuck Goldblum said or it's like nature finds a way they'll find a way hopefully people will find a way but it's going to take a while I think. So I'm, I'm observing this park and, and there's a lot of people without masks, even people working out without masks. And I was like, eh, cause now you're sweating, now you're breathing, you know, and, and I know I can get pretty sweaty and when I'm running, it'll be like, and there'll be, you know, sweat running down my face. And when I breathe out, I'll sweat, will come off, you know, I'll, I'll exhale a little come off, you know, like a boxer getting hit. You just see it all over the fucking place. So I, uh. I cased the joint. I looked around. I didn't get out of the car, but in my head, I was like, eh, because I really look, man, I got to start doing something. I need some sort of physical activity. I got to do something because I'm just driving myself crazy here. <laughs> Literally, I'm not, I'm I'm not joking. When I talked about like, you know, garbage and job salite and cause I'm eating fucking lunch meat sandwiches and chips and fucking candy bars and ugh, stop. I mean, cheese, ravioli, whatever the fuck. So, I want to grab the reins on it. So, but that park I think might be out, but I went and I drove around a couple times and looked and there's another park adjacent to there. And that one looked a little more empty. So I thought, well, maybe it's not nearly as big, but I'll just take more laps, that kind of thing. Um, But it was really just about being out of the house. I had all the windows down. Um, I don't wear my mask in the car and you get, you know, there are people all wearing their masks in their cars and they give you a look and but it's like, look, I'm in my car now. It's just me. And I know there's stuff in the ether and in the air and shit like that. But I mean, whatever. I just I'm sure, that, you know, going forward, I'll wear the mask in the car. Maybe whatever they tell you to do, I'll do just just call up Mr. Wizard or Bill Nye or one of these fucking guys. And let him set me straight. Get Fauci on the blower. Get the scarf to tell me what's what, you know, and 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 if it doesn't fucking work, I'll just I got a Clorox in my Vitamix and I'll make myself a fucking protein shake that'll knock it all the fuck out of me. I'll be sweating bleach for the next fucking six weeks. So I leave the uh, homeless park, and I mean, I, I'm I'm like, all right, well, I'll just go home. You know, I'm out, but I can't, you know. And also, I I was I told you I hadn't been to bed, <laughs> so I was like, maybe maybe I'll go home and go to sleep or whatever the fuck I'll do. Uh So I I started to drive home, and like I said, I wanted somebody to cook for me, but it's it's still only it's like ten thirty, ten forty five in the morning. And I could have gone to Burbank and gotten the burrito and then I was like, I shouldn't be out. You shouldn't be out this long. You've already been out over an hour and, uh, and who knows what's going to happen. So you really should head home. Um, but there's a Taco Bell right by my house. And I mean, you know, I wanted breakfast burrito and I didn't know. I, I was like, well, I think Taco Bell has breakfast I don't know if they do or they don't. But also I just wanted somebody to make me some food. Because there's no diner I can go to. There's no. It's all fucking takeout and shit like that anyway. But I didn't give a fuck. You know what I did? I want. I wanted to tell somebody to do something and have them do it, and have them thank me for it. And I wanted to thank somebody profusely. I just. I just. I just wanted some normalcy from the before times. So uh, so I went, and the Taco Bell was there. Is one guy ahead of me in the drive-through. I pull up, and I pull up to the menu, and there's no breakfast. I'm like, oh, man, I really wanted eggs. Like I, And I have eggs at the house. And then in my brain, I'm like, maybe I could make eggs and put them on a taco. And then uh, in my head, I just go, what the fuck are you doing, man? You don't want Taco Bell. You know, and I wanted a breakfast burrito from a good place. That's what I wanted. I don't want Taco Bell. I don't want any of this garbage. Because it's garbage. It's all it's just fucking garbage. What the fuck am I doing, man? And also, you shouldn't be out. You're out here. You got a mask. People are wearing masks for fuck's sake. Go home. There's a pandemic. Like, it was that thing where all of a sudden it came rushing onto me. Where I'm like, you're being very selfish right now. Yes, you want something. Yes, you just want. You're craving this normalcy. You're craving this. But go home. Be safe. You've got food at home. And I was like, all right, I, you know, I don't. I'm fine. I don't. I got to get out of here. So uh, by this time, there's two guys behind me in the drive-thru, so I can't back up. And I want to back up and I look and I kind of start and I'm like, oh, fuck, there's guys there and the guy in front of me is there. And then the guy comes on the fucking menu and he's like, hey, we're going to talk about what can I do for you? And I'm like, oh, I'm, I don't know. And he's like, what do you mean? I, OK, well, just let me know when you're ready and now I'm trapped between the guy waiting for his order and there's guys behind me and I don't want to order and I don't want to do that thing where you go nothing for me today thanks and you fucking zoom by although you know what I've done that I've done that before germs and every other fucking thing and I didn't feel weird about it but for those it just for this time it just felt like I was in because you know what in my brain I was like these people are working they're here why are you wasting their time you can't waste their fucking time and wasting your time as well so you know you're already here and they fuck and then the guy comes on again he's like hey can I help you what do you want I go, yeah I don't know I'm mean, do you have breakfast we don't I'm sorry okay well I don't don't all right i and i mean i've been to taco bell but it's not it's been a while i mean we get tacos every month for poker but i'm like all right do i just get like two tacos and go home a steak taco what the fuck do i want and then there was a sign on there and it just i've been doing this at the grocery store i get something i've never had like i told you i bought pineapple preserves at the fucking grocery store i mean i just i just bought it because i was like yeah that's the move and uh I, 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 because I, you know, normally when I buy jelly, I have to think about it and measure it and all this. Stuff. And I'm like, fuck you. I saw pineapple preserves. I grabbed them. I didn't even think fucking twice. Is it good for you? No, I bought two pounds of strawberries the other day. I mean, are, are half of them going to go in the trash? Probably. But they were 99 cents a pound and I fucking wanted them. So I looked at the sign into my brain. I was like, well, you know, they got tacos and burritos, all sorts of shit, but they had a big fucking sign and it was like, you know, they're, you know, how Taco Bell is. They're like, we got a fucking freedom flotilla crunch wrap with 19 different layers and all that other bullshit. And I'm like, all right, well, they used to have that one burrito they put in a press and it made it crispy on the outside. And I could actually choke that down and I look at the sign and at this at this moment I didn't I wasn't thinking I was thinking just get something because there's people behind you he's talking it's loud you gotta get home you got a mask you're gonna die 50% of you people you fat fucks you die you wanna die in a Taco Bell drive-thru you'll literally be the the lead story on every news hey by the way Captain Comorbidity died in a Taco Bell drive-thru because he couldn't fucking control himself today get the fuck out of here man so I look at the sign and they've got a fucking new thing that I'd never heard of and so I just go okay um it just it just one word it was a beacon in the fucking morning i threw the haze i looked and i just saw it it put itself together and it shined with like the like the blue fucking popping letters of dirt diggler's name in boogie nights it just it exploded off the fucking drive through menu triple and i i gotta I, look i know what chalupas are and I assume a triple lupa is something in the chalupa family. I don't know. You know, Maybe there's a bunch of lupas. They got oompa lupas. They got chalupas. They got triple lupas. They got all sorts of lupas there. It's been so long since I've been to Taco Bell. Everything could be lupas. They could have burrito lupas. They could have taco lupas. I don't fucking know. It might be a lupa-based economy at this point. I'm not sure how they handle their business. And again, the end times. They may have converted to a, just a strictly lupa outfit. Maybe that's all they've got these days. So I just went, "All right, I'll have a triple loopa." He's all right. anything else? No. All right, do you want any sauce? No. And uh and I just and I pulled up. Because again, it just it leaped it it, it leaped off the sign and into my very being, into the fiber of my being. I felt loopa to the bone. I felt triple loopa to the bone, man. And I just blurted it out because I panicked. I won't lie. I panicked. He's talking to me, people are behind me. I don't want to be honk at me. Plus I'm going to die. I'm out exposed to the elements at this goddamn point. So, uh, it was, I just said triple loopa, man. And, and I pulled up and the weirdest thing is I, as I pull up, there's a dude in the parking lot and they open the drive through window and the guy, first of all, this guy is wearing a hazmat suit. He's got like fucking goggles and a mask and gloves and like a hood. And he, he goes one second, sir. And he looks out. And the dude in the parking lot goes, hi, and yells. And the guy goes, hi, can I help you? And he goes, I'm picking up five burritos. Like this dude is, he's easily 10 to 15 feet away from the drive-thru window. And the guy's like, "Is your name Mike Arvidson?" Yes. Okay. It'll be just a second. And they're yelling it back. I'm, you know, I got my windows open, and also they're yelling, so I don't know what kind of spittle's in the air, dude. I'm, I'm right in the fucking blast zone. Please stop yelling at Mike Arvidson and his five burritos. Okay, I, I, I just want my triple lupus so I can go home and not die. Have you heard of comorbidities? Please get me the fuck out of here, man. And it was so weird. I will tell you, I talk about Hong Kong and the way they're doing things. Well, just, just something as simple. As going to a drive-thru because I haven't been to a drive-thru in fucking forever. It seems it's got to be a month, easy five weeks since this happened. I haven't been to a drive-thru and that dude is yelling about his burritos and he's being cool. He's like, no problem, man. I'm here just waiting. Nothing. He's got a mask and gloves and shit. And, uh, I fucking, I, I, this guy leans out with a basket and he's like, all right, put your card in the basket. And I put my card in the basket and he pulls it inside And then he holds out the things I got to put in my pin number. And then he he used a fucking like a tongs to pull my card out and put it back in the basket. And I grabbed it. And then he uh, he's like, do you want any sauce? I'm like, no. And he closed the window and then he reached out uh, he opened the window and he got Mike Arvidson's fucking burritos and he's like hey and he's like here you go and he and Mike Arvidson then walks and he's now now no longer social distancing he's now near my window and in my head I'm like what the fuck guys come on man you were doing it a second ago but he holds the burritos out that dude walks up now when he held the burritos up by the way they're on a tray and he he didn't lean out he extended the tray out with his arm and Arvidson reached they were both at two separate arms lengths that, like they weren't close and Arvidson wasn't super close to me but he was close enough um, and then this dude closes the window and then he opens it up and again the same tray came out and he's leaning inside he's like thank you sir and I I just took the bag and fucking bailed and, uh, and I was like in my head I'm like what did you get this thing for you don't want this fucking thing why did I get this but I was again I just wanted somebody to be nice to me I wanted someone to do something for me and I got home and I opened this thing and i was right it it is in the chalupa family and it, you know what the name there's no there's no fucking mystery here you figured it out a triple lupa is three chalupas joined at the ass you know i talked about jennifer Connolly earlier that the, these these chalupas are at a party and keith david is leering at them i mean it is just they, there's a chalupa in the middle and he's getting the business and then there's a chalupa on either end and what it is, you break them off like, like they're fucking cinnamon rolls or something in a pan and you just, and one of them I guess has like a, a, a spicy sauce, one of them has a cheese sauce, the middle has both fucking sauces because look, as we both know, when anybody's getting spit, spit roasted, if they're in the middle, they're getting covered with both kinds of sauce and uh, I got home and I looked at this thing and I, I was just like, oh man, I, all right, and I, I was so I felt ashamed, like, because also because that thing, it was like five bucks or four bucks or whatever. And I'm like, why did you get this? What are you doing? Um, but I didn't want to throw it away then, because right now, again, we're all broke. And uh, I, I just spent forty eight dollars on a smog check. I didn't want to fucking spend it on. So I'm like, well, you got to eat this, dude. You got to fucking just. And I didn't I don't think I even chewed the fucking thing. I'm not kidding. It was this human centipede of fucking food. I. It, it should have been called misery train. Fuck triple Lupa. I understand that's cute, but just call it misery train. Because it had a fucking it had an engine and a caboose and a dining car right in the fucking middle. And I picked it up and I slid it down my fucking throat like like goddamn uh uh Maitland Ward in a blacked video. I mean I just I went off. I didn't fuck around. I was Riley Reed just fucking like I I choked it down like a hitchhiker trying to get a ride home in the fifties. I just throated the motherfucker and I didn't even fuck I swallowed it down. And uh And then, and then of course I, you know, I, I put it down and then I sat down and I, I was tired because I hadn't slept and now I'm ashamed that I went to Taco Bell and I have my, my food thing comes to light and I just go oh, why did you do that? You shouldn't have fucking done that. And I feel bad enough already that I'm sitting around shoveling garbage in my throat and candy all the fucking time. And so I, I just went, all right, look, you know, get rid of this fucking thing. And I did, I fucking, I just walked in fingers down the throat, adios, triple lupa. (laughs) <laughs> it was, it was a lot easier coming up than it was going down. I'll tell you that. And I just, I, and then I sat down and in my head, I was just, man, you spent like four bucks on that thing. Five bucks. You just threw it up for no reason. Why are you throwing that up? Well, cause I didn't feel good eating it either. I felt bad and I know I felt shame because I bought it, but I felt bad because it wasn't good and I shouldn't be eating food like that anyway. And I just. uh I just wanted to find some sort of normalcy. I wanted a moment where it felt like it had before. And, uh, and as I sat there thinking about wasting money on fast food and forcing myself to throw up something that I didn't need to eat, I thought to myself, well, you know what? Maybe things are more normal than I thought. You guys can get me at Mike and Mike Schmidt Comedy.com. You guys can be my friend at facebook.com slash the 40 year old boy. You guys can be my, uh, you can follow me at twitter.com slash the 40 year old boy. I guess you'd be my follower. Is that how I'd say it? Uh, be my friend at facebook.com slash the 40 year old boy. Follow me at twitter.com slash the 40 year old boy. And then you can find me at Instagram and Snapchat and also TikTok. At Mike40yob. Now I don't do a lot of stuff on. I do stuff on Instagram, but not so much on uh, Snapchat or TikTok. That's got to change. I mean, I, I, I'm. will will I'll do it. We'll all do it. We're in it together, right? I mean, everything's falling apart. Let's fucking reach out to one another via TikTok. Let me get on there and do the flim flam for you. Uh, follow me at all those places, please. TikTok and Instagram and uh, Snapchat at Mike40yob. Find me on there, please. I'd love it. Follow me if you would. Uh, our good friend Ryan Dirks does all the web stuff for this show. Find him at facebook.com slash Ryan Dirks. Tell him he's great. And our buddy, David Mex Hernandez does all of the music, the artwork for this show, uh, doing good things. Uh, you know, I, I will tell you this, go be his friend on Facebook, facebook.com slash David Mex Hernandez last week. You know what he did that he, he hasn't done ever. Uh, he put out a video of himself singing. Uh, normally, you know, you hear him singing here on the show. And uh, and it's usually how you can get your fix. But I think he's going to branch out a little more. He might be doing more videos of himself, um, and you get a peek into who he is. You see him perform. It's it's. I was really happy. Like I was like, come on, man. Like I he had texted me. We were texting back and forth, and I had then because I had woke up at like four in the afternoon, and then I went to Facebook and I saw it. And I even texted him back. I'm like, ah, I'm just seeing Facebook. Don't talk to me. Uh, and then I was like, fuck yeah, dude, it's about fucking time. And then he's like, well, yeah, but you know, what if people don't? And I'm like, Sean, dude, stop, stop. You know, you're fucking good. And, uh, and so I'm proud of him. So if you come become his friend at facebook.com slash David Mex Hernandez and scroll down, you'll find that video and see him fucking tearing up a Bill Withers tune. Uh, in a tribute to the man we just recently lost, unfortunately. But, uh, but Mex just fucking crushes it out of the park. And like I said, he does all the artwork for this show. You can go to his photos there. If you become his friend at facebook.com slash David Mex Hernandez, go to his photos, you'll see all the artwork folders that he has, which are artwork he's done for the Jokers page, the West Side 86 Jokers, which is the fan club for this show. You can join if you'd like. I'd appreciate it. More of a friend club, more of a gang. Uh, and then you'll see the, also the, uh, the artwork that he gives me every week, the, the timelines for my page. Uh, He's just a jack of all trades. He does amazing work. He does really good stuff, and you want to be his friend at facebook.com slash hernandez so you can get a a heads up on seeing artwork from the past and seeing anything he comes up with the future. Um, And you can see his videos. If he goes ahead and he does those. And also... um, you know, he, he has a group called This Is Dumb, That's Dumb, You're Dumb, I'm Dumb. You can go ahead and join his group. Uh, and then when you join the group, he'll send you a note and he will go, hey, you should uh, answer these questions. And then you answer the questions, then you're in the group. And look at that. You're having fun with memes and everybody else. Uh, there's, a, there's a fucking, I think there's some edamame that uh, has a cute face and wears a bandana. And then there's, like I said, there's a toupee fridge and all those other fucking guys. It's all, they're all on the page. They're all getting it done. I think there's a, a mogwai. There might be a mogwai on the page. Is there a mogwai? <laughs> there's a chick who apparently wears a lot of gauze, gauzy blouses you can see through. It's great. You can go check it out. It's a real ass convention. So if you go to This is Dumb, That's Dumb, I'm Dumb, You're Dumb, you can be a member and then you will see stuff and you can share your own memes and uh, find stuff. And, and But get the feel for the page. Don't just come in and be like, ha ha, I'm the biggest swinging meme dick in town. And Then everybody will be like, boo, fit in. Come in and have a good time with everybody. We're all in this together. Don't come in and pretend you're the new fucking sheriff in town because you know what? That's a good way to get filled full of holes, baby. That's a good way to get Borgnine 9 to blast you with a Gatling gun and Warren Oates to strike a fucking match off your dead man's boot. Uh, <laughs> uh Excuse me. See, I'm, you know... You you might hate me. That's fine. I think I'm funny sometimes. All right. So join. Uh, go to Facebook.com slash David Max Hernandez. When you see his artwork and you think to yourself, God damn, this guy's talented. I want to hire him to do some artwork for me. And you know what? You can because uh, you'll see the artwork he's done for the This Is Dumb group. You'll see the artwork he's done for my page. And uh, he can do anything you need. He can do your Facebook caricature if you want. You know what? Our good friend Thomas Tate in Atlanta, I believe, uses it as his Facebook caricature to this day a painting that our friend David did. And uh, he can do paintings of you, your family, your friends, your dog, your whatever the fuck. And he can work in oils or watercolors, whatever you need. The man can do it. Like I said, you can see his artwork right there if you're his friend at facebook.com slash David Max Hernandez. But I'll tell you what, you should also check out the man's website. Why? Because I think you should. Damn it. Uh, go check out his website, see some of the artwork he has displayed on there. You'll just see, again, the guy, you, you can't, You can't buttonhole him. I mean he's all over the fucking place. The guy can do anything you ask, and you'll get different examples at Facebook, and on the Joker's page, and on his website. ArtbyDMH.com. Go there today. That's artbydmh.com artby dmh.com.
0: When I get to the bottom, I go back to the top of the slide where I stop.
1: Uh, let me ask you, what if you took some of that soft scrub, right? You hear about that soft scrub? What if you took that you just rubbed it right into your gums, huh? Eh? You, you're fucking scrubbing it. What do you got to lose, huh? <laughs> what about that Glade? You ever see that Glade air freshener they got? You plug it in the wall? What if you just crack that open and drink that Glade syrup? I'll bet that tastes piney and delicious. What do you got to lose? <laughs> oh, what a fucking mess. All right, uh hey you want to be downy fresh here's what you do you take that april fresh downy right and you just fucking pour it right over your head just fucking eyes wide open let it get right in there in the sockets and it'll clean you up good what do you got to lose uh hey hi do we have sponsors we do uh still shockingly enough uh it's our good friend uh, the fearful jesuit over at the paranoid strain you might want to check out that show it's fantastic Go ahead and download it. Go ahead and subscribe to it right now. Uh hey, hear about that fearful Jesuit. Hey, what do you got to lose? Go ahead and download it. Uh subscribe to the show now. It's called The Paranoid Strain. It's the podcast available right now in the iTunes Store. Our friend Fearful Jesuit is the host. You can leave a review in the iTunes Store talking about how wonderful the show is and mentioning that you heard about it from me. That would help me out tremendously. You can write him a note, the Paranoid Strain at gmail.com. The Paranoid Strain at gmail.com, right, our buddy. Tell him he's great. Uh, tell him you love the show, and tell him you heard about it through us. It, gives, it makes me look like a hitter. And the guys, you know, he's done so many. Again, he's got format changes coming up now. He's done longer shows. He's done shorter shows. Right now, the the newest episode that's on deck for you to listen to, and uh, is terrific. It's about the well, the germ. We all know about the germ, the bug, the bug. You ever see the monkeys in they're holding the doomsday bug, the bug, the bug. Oh, the bug is right here. That uh, and actually, you know, it's funny. Now that I think about it, that monkeys episode, they go, they're monkey men. And it's uh, Davy. I think Peter is being held captive by, believe it or not, some some renegade Chinese. And uh, and then they. Because they're looking to get the doomsday bug And they think the monkeys have it And the monkeys dress up as monkey men And then they have an insult off With the fucking Chinese guys And uh, Mike Nesmith tells this one Chinese guy He's like, you're ugly Oh, so ugly Ugly, ugly You're ugly And no one will ever love you No one, no one Not even your mother Nobody And the guy's like, oh, he's wounded And then uh, Davy Jones The guy looks at Davy Jones And he goes, you are too short And Davy goes, huh? And he goes, you're too short And you have no ear for music and Davey goes, oh, Mike, help me. Oh. <laughs> so then they have to pretend they have the doomsday bug to save Mickey or whatever the fuck. And, uh, and now that I think about it, so you know what? Basically, my point is the monkeys forecasted this entire coronavirus bullshit coming a million years ago. They knew it was happening. Fucking Nesmith, Nesmith and Jones and and Torque and, and fucking uh, uh, Dolans, they knew. Um, so uh, my point is, That our friend, uh, fearful Jesuit with the paranoid strain podcast, get my bearings here. I'm a little little thrown off by the doomsday bug. Uh, I won't lie. This revelation has me on my heels. I did not expect to crack this fucking Corona case wide open right in front of God and everybody, but it happened. Um, the paranoid strain podcast available now on the iTunes store. Go ahead and download it. What do you got to lose? And, uh, the newest one is about the germ, the bug, the thing that everybody's talking about. i ba bug going bug do that bug, day, ba ba bug ba Bug, 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 bug. Baba, ba, 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 fast forward, just get me out of here, please. a <laughs> word, Nobody likes this show but me. Uh, all right, well, I'm glad if you're still here. Please download. You know that's not the. That shit doesn't happen on the Paranoid Strain. See, go, go listen to that show. You're not. No one's ever gonna bust in any fucking surfing bug. It's not gonna happen. Doomsday bug ain't gonna get sung in your ears. You're not gonna have to hear a guy go. <laughs> I'm going to do it again. No, I'm not. All right, um, please, please. You know that's this. There's just there's tons of silliness here. It's all it's all silliness here. But over there, it's very serious. Over there in the paranoid strain. But it's wry as well. It's not just serious. It's wry. It takes a jaundiced look. It takes a wry eye to today's problems and and uh, all of the conspiracy bullshit that goes on out there. And he tears it asunder with his witticisms and his jackanapes. Uh, and you'll want to listen, man, because you download you don't download the show, go subscribe right now and listen to the Paranoid Stream Podcast with our great friend Fearful Jesuit, his sidekick Dana Unicorn, any number of experts who talk way too long, and uh and then another guy who uh who is breathing too heavily into the microphone. But I digress doesn't matter. Their their facts are so brilliant and so interesting, you won't even care that it sounds like the guy just ate a bowl of minestrone and talked right into a microphone after it. Hey, so I'm, I'm lying. It doesn't happen that way. And that was, a, that was like 10 episodes ago anyway. All right, so um, I actually made a note. I'm like this minestrone mouth motherfucker. And then I went, don't say that. You're trying to get people to listen to this goddamn show because it's awesome. And then what happened? You listen to the show and you go, this show's awesome. Um, and you don't even think about minestrone mouth. Uh... <laughs> Okay. So please go ahead and download the Paranoid Strain podcast. Subscribe to it now in the iTunes store. Make it your best friend. It's my best friend. People, let me tell you about my best friend. It's a one-boy cuddly toy. My up, my down, my pride and joy. It's me and Paranoid Strain podcast. Going ahead, holding hands, going through the park. And then Mrs. Livingston comes over and she makes us food. Oh, wait a minute. She's also a Chinese. Oh, no. Uh, She's a Chinese person. That is not good. Well, it's not. I mean, it's good. Good for her. I'm glad. But uh, with uh, with the current... uh, climate in this country yeah, I, I hope she's not here she'll just be heckled and yelled at people are terrible i just saw a story today that in atlanta uh they're putting up like someone's putting up like signs were and it's winnie the pooh eating a bat with chopsticks and i i just ah, oh, of course it is why wouldn't you do that huh but then also they went through all the trouble to make these things and i guess they're hiding them in the city or whatever the fuck i don't even know i, I didn't see the whole story somebody posted it on twitter and i was just like all right i don't fine, good for you. It's like, I got somebody I know and I'm not going to get into who, but they insist on pointing out that it's the Wuhan virus. And if you ever, and they say it, they do it on purpose. So you'll say, hey, look, man, it's not that. It's the, And then they'll go, well, I believe. And that's all they want. That's all they want. They literally are just sitting there uh, with a megaphone, poised, ready. To, they're at a starting gun. They're just down in the in the fucking stance waiting for you to come up and fucking shoot. Uh, hey, you know what? Um, it really isn't the Wuhan virus. And they just fucking sprint like Usain Bolt right at you to get their point across. Well, I believe that I can say whatever I want in this kind of... Yeah. Shut the fuck up. You're embarrassing yourself and others. Um. So, all right. So, hey, Paranoid Strain Podcast, they sponsor this show. I am glad they do. And uh, and they're super cool. And you should go ahead and download the podcast. Subscribe today. Leave a note in the iTunes store and write our boy a note. strain at gmail.com. And tell them you love the show because you do, don't you? I think you do. Um, hey, I do a Twitch show every day, virtually every day. I won't be doing it this Sunday, but <laughs> but if you follow or subscribe to the channel, you'll know when I'm on. This week has been a, a really weird week. Like we haven't played a game. We finished The Witcher last Saturday and then I took Sunday off to watch The Bulls, which was fucking awesome. And then uh, since then, I've been running streams that have been about, I just do, uh, I talk it's just chat streams, and then I go shopping and try to buy a new game, uh, which is totally fun, and I like it. I like talking to people. I call it the yap yap. Get the yap yap up top. I have some yogurt. I enjoy my time with the with the fans or the friends or whoever the fuck shows up in the chat room. New people have been coming every day, which is pretty cool, and subscribing. That makes me happy. So uh, why don't you be one of those as well? Go to twitch.tv slash the 40-year-old boy, and uh, right. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, you can Google twitch and the 40 year old boy but i'm pretty sure it's it's twitch.tv slash the 40 year old boy right i believe so um yeah it's got to be all right so <laughs> ignore me go right now to twitch you can subscribe now i'll tell you what if you're an amazon prime person you can actually subscribe and it gets me five bucks if you use your amazon prime twitch subscription that really helps because uh, amazon's a bit of a coin flip these days but that would really like any bit any little bit helps. So if you subscribe to the channel, that's pretty cool. Follow the channel, then you'll know when I'm on. You can come and hang out, talk in the chat stream with people, watch me play games, watch me do the chat, the yap yap and eat yogurt and have fun and make jokes. And, uh, you know, what's funny is we, um, uh, I have a friend in the, a, a new guy named Vince who came and he, he hung out. And then he fucking get this, dude. So I did like I talked for like 90 minutes the other day and in my brain I'm like, you know, there's a lot of funny here. Like I wish I had this and I could share it with people from the podcast world. And he and he wrote me, he, he fucking leaped right into action. He's like, "You can. You got to download the video, then you got to extract the audio, you got to do it." And I'm just like, "Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on, dude. Again, I Vince, you're lovely, but I talk. That's it." I, I, pushing buttons and doing this extract the audio what the fuck am i you know what i mean i'm I'm not i'm not fucking hawkeye pierce i mean i'm not gonna cut anything open and pull out some fucking audio um i said well i'm I'm willing to learn it you know i mean i but i so i downloaded the video to my desktop and then i was like i don't know what i'm doing here i'll figure it out whatever and then he wrote me and he's like hey man i did it all (laughs) i'm like what so unbelievably, he was very nice. He extracted the sound file. I haven't downloaded it yet because he's going to he's gonna hear this and be like, hey, man, I, you haven't even read the mail yet. I know, but you in the chat room, you told me you did it. So I'm assuming you did it right or you did it well, which is great. Um, so thank you, Vince, for thinking of me. But anyway, if you go to twitch.tv slash the 40-year-old boy, yeah, you watch me play games. You watch me talk. It's, it's almost like having, get this, brace yourselves. And I, I don't know if you even want this. It's almost like having a podcast every single day. Uh, and, but you, you get to me, you get to see me talk, which has got to be freaky as fuck. Um, you actually get to see my face, which eh, nobody wants that, but it exists. So why not? Twitch.tv slash the 40 year old boy. Join the fucking thing now, man. Be a part of it. Be a part of our crew over there at the, at the, at basically what is my television station. Twitch.tv slash the 40 year old boy. Jump on board. We watch movie trailers. We fucking watch game trailers. We play games. We talk. I eat vegetables, sometimes I eat, uh, you know, sometimes I get, I, I look, I will warn you, occasionally I will have to take a phone call on the air. That does happen, but just uh, just be prepared for it. That's been happening all week. I've been getting calls all week, shockingly enough. Um, so, yeah, we got the Twitch thing every day. That's pretty great. Uh, check that out. Go to MikeSchmidtComedy.com. Go to the merchandise page, um, and there's an Amazon link on there. It used to be the Joe Business page. Click on the Amazon link. And then, hey, you're shopping, you know, and it's it doesn't cost you anything. It costs you 10 seconds to find the link. Go to my website. Click on merchandise. There's the Amazon link. Click on that. And now you're shopping. Anything you buy then, I get a tiny, tiny percentage that shrunk last week. Actually, I think I told you they cut basically everything in half. So um, it's cool if you would continue to think of me and still use the Amazon link. Uh, and also just, you know, if you use it frequently, that would be even better. If you use it at work, whatever the fuck, think about using the link because it, uh it helps me out and and it keeps me afloat. And as I've said, if you've ever thought about supporting the show, this is a good time to do it. You know, you can step up and do uh, do something like on the Twitch ch- channel. You can either give bits on there or you can subscribe for an Amazon Twitch Prime subscription. It's five bucks a month. You got to renew it every month, though. Um, and also when you're at Mike Schmidt you get, like I said, you go to the merchandise page and uh, there's the Amazon link. But also if you want to just donate to the show in the upper left-hand corner, there's a little Schmitty uh, with his pocket out and it says donate. You can click on that and send a PayPal donation to the show. Uh, I thank you for thinking of me, everybody who has stepped up and done anything like that. And, uh, there's also a Patreon page, patreon.com slash Mike, the 40 year old boy. I believe if you just Google Patreon, Mike Schmidt, 40 year old boy, you'll find it and you can become a patron and it would really help me out. And, um, um, like I actually thought about like I was like, well, we should whatever the fuck you did not want to hear what I thought about But the point is the patreon page really helps this show as well Thank you so much for thinking of me and let's talk about some people who have really stepped up this week And uh, helped me out. Have I covered everything? I have paranoid strain um, uh, You know I'm, I'm gonna plug my buddy rock solid i'm gonna plug buddy my buddy pat, you know, you can find I did the uh The southern fried rock episode. I did the i've done the motley Crue episode the black crows episode I did a van halen episode um with Siegel, we did uh I forget what episode we did. Oh uh Oh the yacht rock. Whatever, it was totally fun. So all Pat works is fucking ass off. So if you want to subscribe to that podcast too and listen to it, that'd be great. And uh and you can find the episodes with me. I think I'm listed in the credits, so you'll find me and download those and listen to it. They're fun. Uh, It's amazing. It's just basically me sitting around with two fucking friends, Pat and Mike, and laughing our balls off. So it's really cool. So do that. Uh, Check that out because we're all looking for content. Why not? Fill your days and nights with me. That seems to make sense, right? Um, So, hey, also, if you want to book me for Cameo, let's talk about that because we've talked about Amazon. We talked about Patreon. We talked about Twitch. Let's talk about Cameo. I, I do phone calls for people. You can hire me, and uh, I will call you up and tell you you're great. I'll call you up and tell you you're a dick. I'll 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 wish somebody a happy birthday. I wish somebody a happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. I'll do that. Um, I, if you want me, because I will tell you this, I was just hired recently for my by by my friend Barry, uh, and he's like, dude, look, I am in quarantine with my wife Mary. Uh, can you talk her out of killing me? Because we're right on top of one another all the time. <laughs> and Barry and Mary are great friends. They have come out to Podfest. I hung out with them before. I've had dinner with them many times and uh, many times seem strong, but a couple times. Um, and, and they're just really cool. And for him to think of me was so cool. And then he, you know, I'm just going to say it, uh, you know, I get 15 bucks for each of the cameos. Uh, I get t- what's well, Five goes to cameo 15 to me. But uh, And then he tipped me on top of it, which he didn't have to do. But, Barry, you're so fucking cool. Thank you so much for thinking of me. Um, Thank you for thinking of me at all for even hiring me for the cameo. But you guys can hire me as well. So if you want to do that, book me for whatever you need me to do. I can call you. I can harass you. I can tell you uh, I love you. We can talk fucking NFL draft. Whatever the fuck you want. Whatever nonsense you need from me to get me 15 fucking dollars. I'm ready to do it. Just ask our friend Barry. Who had me tell his wife Mary not to kill him? That's that's I can do that too. I'm very persuasive when I want to be. Um. So yeah, book me for a cameo, Patreon, Twitch, Cameo, uh, Amazon link, all of that stuff is a way to support the show. And uh, and getting back to the people who did support, like I said, Vince made that sound file for me, which he did not have to do, and that was super cool. Thank you so much, man. Uh, our buddy Jeremy. You may remember I did a show at the end of year eleven, and it was uh with the co CEOs of Emerald Alawadi LLC. I always tease that Ahmad and Jeremy run this show. They're basically the guys, they're my bosses. And Jeremy, because he knew he all right, he did this. He was um he was in the chat stream. He's in the chat stream all the time. He drives the hype train, he's fucking cool as hell. And he reached out and he just he asked me a trivia question. He goes, Hey Mike, who's the manager of the Colorado Rockies? And I was like, he just asked it. And I was like, he said, I'll "I'll give you 50 bucks if you know who it is. And I was like, well, I go, I I go, I know last year it was Bud Black, but I think they fired him. Uh, I don't know who the new guy would be, but I'll just guess Bud Black. And he's like, you just won 50 bucks. And I'm like, yeah. And then he wrote me. He's like, where do you want me to send it? Venmo? And I go, you don't have to send me that money. Are you fucking kidding me? You've done everything you possibly could for this fucking show. (laughs) Every day he's giving out gift subscriptions. He's fucking hanging out. The only reason I'm on Twitch is because of him because he was, he came through with the gear. I mean, he just, he's, he's done an amazing job of supporting me. So I'm like, dude, I don't need the 50 bucks. You're cool to think of me, but please, I mean, I, you don't have to give me another fucking dime. Although please give me a dime. Uh, (laughs) and then he's, uh, he's like, all right, cool. Um, and then he asked for my steam name. Like there's a game, a gaming thing called steam. And I wrote him and I go, I don't, I said, I don't know on this oh, actually I didn't write him. I told him in the stream. I go, I don't know. I looked my Steam name. I think it's Mike 40YOB, just like everything else. He goes, Well, I looked for it, I couldn't find you. I said, I don't know, I'll look after the stream. So then he wrote me, he goes, Well, he goes, if you don't find the name, it's gonna make it very difficult for me to gift you the out of the park baseball game you were talking about. And I was like, Whoa, whoa, what? And he goes, Yeah, I want to give it to you as a gift. I go, You don't have to do that. He goes, I know, but I really want to. I know you love baseball, and I know you're missing it, so this would be something really cool for you to have. And I was like, all right, I go. So I, I went to steam and I was like, all right, I guess I don't have a profile, whatever. I went through it. And then I said, look, I'm now on steam. You can find my profile, I go, but you do not have to do this. And it didn't matter by the time I was even saying that it showed up in my fucking mailbox and, and just unbelievably thoughtful and, and super cool. And Jeremy, thank you so much. So thank you for thinking of me. Just like I said Vince making a sound file rip for me, Barry thinking of me for a cameo, then tipping on top of the fucking cameo. Um, our good friend Michelle reached out via Venmo and uh, and she's cuz I when you know, when she would visit here, she was coming here like once a month for work and she and I would go out, and we had at this Indian restaurant called Argo Blarg that we liked and we would go there and she's like go get some Argo Blarg for us. She goes support it. Cause it's got to be open the next time I come to L.A. Otherwise, what are we gonna do? And I'm like, man, you're too nice. So, she sent me some money for Agobilar, uh, which was crazy nice. Like I said, already John Conway sending me a face mask. He didn't have to do that. Um, you know, our our buddy Jose, fucking Jose Zaragoza. He this dude, this dude bought Schmidt alive too. Now I will tell you this. He bought this a week ago, and uh, Jose, if you're listening, I haven't written it yet because. God forbid, why would I do that? Uh, I can't find it on my computer. I It was a video and audio package, and I found Stop Making Schmidt, or which I think was the next year's one, but I cannot for the life of me find Schmidt Alive 2. If any of you out there have Schmidt Alive 2, can you write me and remind me which one it is? Because I thought when I looked at Stop Making Schmidt, I'm like, wait a minute, that's what I thought Schmidt Alive 2 was. But this is the craziest thing. Like I looked for Podfests in my iTunes. I looked for Schmidt alive Two. I looked for it in Dropbox. I don't fucking have it. And I'm going to have to look at my other laptop and try to find it there. But last night I was searching all over my laptop and trying to go in the fucking hard drive, whatever the fuck. So Jose, thank you for thinking of me. And uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to send you stop making Schmidt anyway. And then when I find Schmidt alive Two, I will send that along as well. But, but thank you. You didn't have to do that. And so you're going to get two for the price of one because you're fucking cool. But if anybody has Schmidt alive too, can you just remind me what, what story I told? Like, I don't remember which podfest that was. So, um, let me know. That'd be kind of cool if you could. And also I mentioned Patreon. Uh, well, there are two Patreon subscribers who reached out and, and bumped up their subscriptions. Like our buddy Seth, uh, I'm going to say Brazil or brazil i've never you know, like i don't want to say his name the right way i think it's brazil our buddy seth um who you know he's he's i've been to dinner with him and his wife tracy and their daughter uh, harper i shouldn't say her fucking name jesus christ um but, but then again, I've used her photo before too. So I guess I'm I'm just revealing all secrets. Uh, Seth has come to see me in San Francisco. He's the one who got me the Mike Schmidt jersey, and he got me a signed Mike Schmidt baseball. I mean, he's just fucking incredible. And uh, and he bumped up his Patreon. And also, Seth is a he works in a hospital. He's a first responder. I mentioned him a couple of weeks ago, and uh, I'm just glad he's safe, man. I, you know, because because Tracy's been home with Harper by herself, and I just I just want everybody to be safe and happy and and healthy don't fucking again you're a hero but you don't have to be a hero i guess is my point so uh he bumped up his patreon which is ridiculous at a time that he's he's doing everything he can giving he's he's some some gave all well one of those some is our buddy seth and uh and for him to bump up his patreon is just way too way too nice thank you for thinking to me dude and also our buddy anthony anthony dunker down in, uh, down on the corner. No, he's down in Australia. Our buddy Anthony, I believe he might be in America now, but I, I is he in New York now? Is because there's there, uh, Tony, I think you're here. Are you here? Or are you in a, whatever the fuck, who cares? He bumped up his Patreon as well. And, uh, again, I can't thank him enough. He doesn't, cause also he was, you know, he was given a pretty good amount already. And then he bumped it up even higher and just, you're so amazing. And so nice to think of me. All of you, Jose, Jeremy, Seth, Anthony. John, Michelle, uh, Vince, Barry, anybody who reached out, anybody who helps, you know, because it, it makes me happy and it keeps this afloat. That's the most important thing. Look, I'm happy. Fuck yeah. But more importantly, um, you're, you're making sure that I can still do this. Uh, you know, and then look, I, I'll always do this, but you're, you're making sure I look if you've Anything you've ever given me has taken away one second of worry. If you've even taken one second of worry off the table, you've done a tremendous thing for me. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Um, And Anthony, you know, bumping that up on Patreon. Seth, you guys, super cool. Especially because, I look, I know I've neglected the Patreon in some ways. And and for you to still think of me and include me and want to to help, uh, it makes me incredibly happy. Thank you all for reaching out. and now I've got to go because, I've, I, look, it's Friday morning. I've got to go. I'm sure there's a puppet show I've got to watch on Facebook. Uh, there's there. I, everybody, again, as we've talked about, everybody's out there. But I will ask you this. Um, you know, there's people on Instagram I watch now cook. Like yesterday, I watched Jada. Oh, she made pasta. Oh, it was delightful. Watched her for 15 minutes making pasta in her house. It's like kitchen porn because there's just fucking countertops and big bowls and glorious pots. And, oh, my God, it's so fucking awesome. So, uh <laughs> I watched that and it's beautiful, you know, but also I, I've, you know, I find myself, obviously the screens are on even more because you don't know what the fuck to do. And I, I was on Facebook, dude. How do they pick your Facebook ads? Like, you know, they target ads. at you Cause there are all these Facebook ads, whatever the fuck. Well, dudes, I'm starting to get ads that are freaking me out. Like I don't, I don't know if they're listening to me or they're just guessing, but I mean, look, they're, they're right on the money. I mean, these are cool things I like looking at, but there was a, there was an ad for leggings and it was, it was just a woman. Basically she was naked. Like she just, she was naked. It's just all she had on was these like sheer leggings from the waist down and she's walking in them. So it's like just a full on shot of her backyard as she's walking and you get fucking thigh gap, the whole fucking thing. And I'm like, Whoa, dude, I, and look, I'm not a leggings guy. I'm not in the fucking market, but I'll tell you what, if you're going to come through with a few more ads like that, I might plunk down some leggings coin. I don't know. It just, it just, and it made me wonder, like, how did Facebook find out that I'm this guy? Like, I, you know, well, I, and maybe we're just, we're all ass guys. I don't fucking know. Or maybe because Mex keeps running contests where he keeps putting up asses from his action figures. And maybe they thought, cause I voted in that or whatever the fuck that guy count. But, uh, but the ad, I saw the girl and I saw, so then there's a, something you heard to this company called wish. I don't know who the fuck wish is, but I do know that apparently they sell fucking dildos and corsets and fucking thongs because that's all my ads are. It's like this there's this fucking chick, she she had a she had a, th- a see-through camisole on. You could see her fucking nipples. And she's jumping up and down too. On top of all of it, you know what I mean? And she's spinning around. There's a girl in a corset with like a riding crop. And I and look. That that's a look, I'm not fucking Steve Cawthon, all right? I, I don't need you to be fucking whipping my ass, but at the same time, it's not anything I've ruled out, and we'll see, and it's a case-by-case you know, case basis. If a woman's into it, fine, let's do it. Bring on the reins and the bit. Put them in my mouth and ride me around. That's fucking fine. But I don't know why Facebook has decided that they need to advertise a fucking sexy hot riding crop to me. What did I do to trigger that? What made them think to themselves, oh yeah, this is the kind of guy that wants to get fucking smacked in the ass by a fucking chick.
0: PODCAST! Podcast. Podcast.